Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right. Hello and welcome to the Cole Popsha podcast. This is a special edition of the most anticipated films of 2017. You might have heard uh, our last podcast, which I wasn't on, uh, about which was the most disappointing films of 2016. That was two podcasts ago. That was two podcasts ago. Yeah. And now it's, we're here and we're going to talk about 2017. Uh, 2016, I think we can all agree, was a pretty dire year of film. Um, a yes. lot, not a lot of great ones. No. The, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I, I feel like I've expended my my yeah. <laughs> dialogue on the subject. Yeah, and I think anyone who's listened to it has probably expended their <laughs> listening. Anyway, uh, I'm Richard Martin. Um, uh, I've been joined by... AJ. And... Jeremy. Uh, who are here with me today. And, uh, right, let's just kick it off. Okay. Um, <laughs> and talk about... AJ, I've asked, you, I've asked each of us to write down our most anticipated films of the year in no particular order. Yeah, um, Jeremy, do you want to go first? Look, I <laughs> I don't know what's happened with me, but I literally the only movie I can think of that's coming out of this year is, is Beauty and the Beast. Uh, are you excited for it? I used to be. Yeah. And then I heard Emma Watson singing, and yeah. I was like, I haven't heard that yet. Oh, it's it bad. It's it's well, okay. So people who don't really know what singing is, yeah. and just sort of listen to the listen to music generally. I like. Oh my gosh, she can actually sing, <laughs> and I guess everyone just had such a low bar because they don't really expect that anyone can sing who's famous. That mm. if someone can hold a tune, it's like La La Land. Let's not get into that because I'll get so angry. But Emma, Emma um, Stone in La La Land, it's like, ah, oh, she can make a note. That's yeah. nice. She can really sing, yeah. and I'm sitting there going, this woman cannot sing at all. She is can't. It, is, is Emma Watson Pierce Brosnan from Mamma Mia bad? Or? No, she's not that bad. <laughs> However. The clips that they have released are from like the lesser known songs, okay, like so yeah. something there and the reprise of Bell. Is it no the reprise of Bosch? Yeah, Bell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and just auto tune all over it. Like, it's just yeah. it's really plain. It's truly yes. a twenty seventeen Beauty and the Beast film. Then it's yeah, full of auto tune. But it's interesting though that you should bring up La La Land because Emma Watson was actually the original. Um, I know, and then um, and Miles Teller as Ryan Gosling. See, I'm interested as because um, he is musical. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, Ryan Gosling was supposed to be musical as well, but then he didn't sort of raise his singing voice above like a low gravel the entire yeah. time. <laughs> no, yeah. no, 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 it was like City of Stones. <laughs> I just, if you're gonna do a musical. Like, actually do a musical and hire people who are musicians and singers and dancers. Yeah. Like, I just, it's really sad to me. And, and sorry, this isn't really anything about anticipating films. <laughs> it's just really sad to me. This that is a free space. Over and over again, we get these, you know, basically they're like, we don't trust the material at all. Mm. We think that the only reason anyone will go to see this movie is to sort of see the freak show of someone that you know as being a good actor or being particularly good looking mm. to see whether they can sing. 
and rather than actually committing to stars that really can sing and dance and do these things well and like developing those stars all right um we're we're getting off track well i don't mind um (laughs) what would you say is your your biggest um like surprise of like a star that can actually sing that you that you didn't realize um I think, I mean, Ewan McGregor in, oh, yeah. in Moulin cool. Rouge. Yeah. I mean, and again, he, he isn't the best singer, but for that character, he was so great. And for the, for that role, it was amazing. And I mean, Nicole Kidman actually was phenomenal as well. Yeah, they're, um, they're both very um, theatrical kind of musicians as well, like singers. Yeah, and I guess the, the roles that they became famous for as well um, in, in Moulin Rouge, it was yeah. a theatrical show. Yeah, so. like it's not like a radio single kind of voice. It's, a, it's more of a Broadway... Uh, singing for the plot kind of voice yeah yeah totally and this is the problem as well is that like I think people that people want movie musicals to have like a really broad audience because they can so they can make money from them and the problem is that they're like okay so let's make it sort of a top 40 sound but a musical song is never actually going to be a top 40 sound because that's just not the the way that it sounds you know, yeah it's... like Adrian and I were talking about Let It Go the other day mm. being um, they're like how far I'll go from Moana is a Disney song but Let It Go is a pop song mm. yeah and um oh god damn it you also just reminded me of something else it <laughs> has nothing to do with this podcast <laughs> what, did, what were you just saying uh Moulin Rouge Moulin Rouge I wasn't saying anything nah Top 40 Sound I, top I 40 40 oh yeah um that's that's kind of one of the problems I have with Sing Street a little bit as okay. well is that they're like, oh yeah, we like the cure, kind of like happy, sad, and then like drive it like you stole it could be on the radio now. Yeah, that's true. And like it was very, yeah. I mean, to be fair, it was great. I just, I just hated the ending of the film. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. So my, okay, do you want to go through how many have you written down? I've written down seven. Okay, I think I have as well. Okay, um, and in no particular order, and I yeah. do want to express how disappointed I am in myself okay. for this list. Uh, Spider Man: Homecoming, Train Spotting Two, Dunkirk. Star Wars 8, Lego Batman, John Wick 2, and Coco. Interesting, we actually only share one. Really? Yeah. What one is it? Coco. No, I'm kidding. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, I've got um, Star Wars 8. Yeah. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. I placed that high in my highest in my Marvel movies, and I guess we'll say that when I get to that. Yeah. I don't know if I wrote down Thor Ragnarok in my big list. I didn't. Horribly off topic, but keep... keep, keep okay. Keep um, uh, God Particle. Which is Cloverfield yep, 3. Yep. Uh, Blade Runner 2049. Logan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kingsman 2. Mm-hmm. And Baby Driver. Baby Driver. If I had remembered that, I would have written that one yeah. down. I didn't write down Logan because I knew you would put it. And I wanted to have some variety. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, but I also haven't seen any of the X-Men movies, so I don't know if it would have been... Okay, what? I'm, so, I th- I've seen parts of some of them. I think I've seen the first one when I was like 10. I'm looking at you in a very different way from now on. That's <laughs> actually we're gonna, we're gonna watch them for film franchise fortnights. Good work. Okay, nice cross promotion. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, you guys just, just banter for a wee bit. I'm just going to find out the release date of Thor okay. Ragnarok. Well, um, I, the only, the, actually one of the only ones that I knew, I, mean, I knew basically three from your combined lists, mm-hmm. which was Thor, Thor Ragnarok, which is going to be awesome and I totally should have yeah. thought about that one. Other one I absolutely should have thought of because I've been obsessed with the idea of this since I heard that it was being made was Dunkirk. Mm-hmm. I just oh, mm. and yeah. the, the previews for that look amazing. Yeah, um, yeah I'm sure the, we'll, I'm sure we'll get to that. And the other one, of course, is uh, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you'd said you hadn't heard of Star Wars, <laughs> I, I I appreciate that Thor Ragnarok is probably going to be the best Thor. <clears throat> Um, so I, I I don't know I'm excited I'll see it I'm it's excited a, to see it it'll probably be the first one I see in the movies mm. yeah it will be actually. it's a low bar yeah yeah mm. 
Um, and I, I put Spider-Man instead of Thor just because I'm a sucker for coming of age and it, it vaguely looks coming of age. Because you're yeah. still hoping to come of age at some point. Eh? One day. One of these days. <laughs> bound to. Alright, so let's crack in our big ugly list. So, <laughs> this is um, going off New Zealand release dates, which um, there's a couple that I'll, um, after when we get to them, preface slightly. Yeah. Um, but we'll get to those when we get to them. So, first of all, um, when you're listening to this, this is getting released on the fri- on Friday. This Friday. This Friday. These <laughs> two films will have listening. come out yesterday. Okay. So you've got Moonlight, yeah. which is the current one of the current frontrunners for Best I Picture. I saw that last night. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Well, then you can't. Man, this is that. really missing okay. with the, uh, so the timelines. Hey. Um, what do th- you think? Of, like, give us a spoiler-free because um, I actually really want to see it. Yeah, Moonlight. It's um, oh, man. It was a really slow film Um, it's a film that you it's definitely a film it's not a movie Uh, it's very conscious of it's own importance I thought Um, I read a lot of reviews today because you know when you see a movie and you feel like the overwhelming sense of it is that it's amazing and you're like I just didn't quite connect with why everyone thinks it's so amazing or like you know I I thought it was really slow and I thought it was a little bit too self-involved right. and I like combed all the reviews trying to find someone reputable who agrees yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Done that, dude. <laughs> and, and like the performances are really great I just I don't know and, and I think also the thing is what I, what I did love about it was that it's a movie it's a film that um, the whole cast is African American yeah oh, and cool. there's not a single white character in the entire in the entire movie and I just I loved that yeah I, I thought it was fascinating and, and for me as well like analysing my own reaction to it I'm like well hey this is probably it's probably right that I don't quite gel yeah, with this yeah. film it's probably right that I don't actually completely get it and actually for quite a number of scenes I was thinking if these characters were white would I be more connected to what's going on? And Jeremy so, is, of course, um, Taiwanese. Yes, so. yeah, as you can probably... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, will it win Best Picture? Uh, I mean, probably. It's between that and La La Land. I think... I Well, no, not necessarily. I mean, that's that's what the Golden Globes would... You know, they, the two won the, one the Golden Globes, but as we've learned from the last couple of years, movies can come from behind, come from the side. Yeah. Um, Politicians can, too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, many many things can come to mind, um, but yeah, I, I think I do think that it stands a really good shot at winning this year's because of just political factors. Yeah, especially the Oscars that, so white. Well, like, yeah, exactly. It's racist to not win. Yeah, and it's also, the same reason Twelve Years a Slave won. <laughs> well, both of them are quite good movies, anyway. But, um, <laughs> but I would say that um, also, like, just the the whole idea of like um, like gay black male masculinity. Um, it's it's quite a strong theme through the whole film, wow. and actually, I think that there'd definitely be people who go, you know, this is actually a great film to counter the idea that there aren't great films out there about you know the lives of uh, right. black people. Oh yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, another big film released yesterday: Triple X Three: The Return of Xander Cage. Finally. Does anyone care? Finally, he's returning. I've been- <laughs> Funnily enough, I was not invited to an advanced screening of this movie, but. Uh- <laughs> um, do any of us or anyone else anywhere care, do you think? Apart um, from Vin Diesel. I rem- I s- I've seen Triple X okay. when I was 11. Right. The I, had, I remember watching it on my PSP. Yeah. And literally the <laughs> only thing I remember about the movie okay. is like a vague image of him on a motorbike. <laughs> it's literally the only thing I remember. You might be confusing with the poster for Triple X 3. Oh, is he on a motorbike in the yeah, poster? Yeah, but he's riding a wave. 
He's driving Count, into I'm buying my ticket after this podcast. Yes. Count I, me in. I saw that on the back of the bus the other day, yeah. and I was like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> just, just come on. Like... <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, because he didn't return for the sequel, because he didn't want to do it. Yeah, Where well, and Diesel in his life that he's coming back for the third one? Well, I don't think it was him, necessarily, because there's a very petty um, short film um, that was made, that was on the... Um, like triple x2 dvd state of the <laughs> union or whatever it's called okay um and it's like the death of xander cage isn't it called the next level triple x2 the next level i think far too much thought has already been expended on it's got it's ice called. cube in it yeah <laughs> ice cubes triple x oh um triple x2 and this is called the return the of xander level. cage isn't it oh no state of the union but then it said the next level when i that was the the next level was the autofill. Must be the next level in New Zealand because we don't know what states or unions are. That New is Zealand. true. Mm. Yeah, Triple X Two Stay of the Union, pronounced Triple X Stay of the Union, and released as Triple X the next level outside the United States. Okay, yeah. There you go. That's interesting. Um, so <laughs> was it? Yeah. No one cares about Triple X Three. No one cares about the Return of Zander um, I I could say unless we roll it for our podcast, I will never watch it. Yeah, neither. I have no desire to watch Triple X. If anyone's um, a fan of Triple X that's listening now, um, just turn off. Pause for like a minute um, and like skip ahead a minute. Um, but Ice Cube's back in this one. Yes, I saw yeah, that. They're as like, well. yeah, Ice Cube. Wait, both, both of them are back? Yeah. It's, well, they it's, should like call a re- it, it's a reconciliation. They yeah. should call yeah. it XXX Little X 2 because two of them are there. Triple X times two. You mean, oh, right, or right. just XXX Little 2? Like squared, triple X squared. Yeah, whatever. Whatever is the more confusing title? Um, Let's call it that. Because it's triple X two and then triple X squared. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, I have room for one ridiculously stupid and unbelievable action movie starring Vin Diesel, and this year it's going to Fast and Furious. Eight. <laughs> yeah. I think you mean the Fate of the Furious. Oh, sorry, that's right. We'll, the, get, the fa- we'll get to it. We'll, <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay. Um, out next week. Um, I actually have never heard this said out loud. Ben Affleck's new film. Okay. Live by night or live by night? Live by night. Yeah, I thought it would be live by night because it makes no sense the other way. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> getting kind of mixed reviews, but it's if you were playing a concert. At yeah, night, exactly. Live um, by I mean, yeah, yeah. Is it about musicians? No, no it's about gangsters, <laughs> nocturnal <isn't> it? musicians. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's about uh, gangsters, and it's apparently it's like it's a fine gangster film, but it's not really kind of up there with his um, other works. Okay. It just reminds me of that movie that um, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone were in a like couple of years Squad. ago. Yeah, Gangster Squad. Like, yeah. it's that same same era, same genre. Crazy Stupid Love. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of Crazy Stupid Love. <laughs> uh, and so the other one uh, out next week... Oh, there's three out next week. Uh, Manchester by the Sea. Definitely want to see. big, yeah, Oscar favourite. Uh, and the other Affleck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They both got a film out that yeah. day. Uh, yeah, so that's apparently that's getting rave reviews. Casey Affleck's pretty much a shoe in to win Best Actor at this point. Uh, so I'm anticipating it. Welcome to Predictions. Prediction Corner. Are we doing this now? Yeah, okay, we... yeah, Prediction Corner. I actually don't know enough. You could probably... I'd say Casey Affleck's going to win. Well, we've just... Point. I mean, the, the thing is, everyone's told us that Casey Affleck's yeah, yeah. going to win. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. like the received knowledge at this point. And this is the thing that's bugging me about the Oscars these days, is that... By January, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yep, definitely, yeah. That, that he's the only person. It's I mean, like, we haven't even they haven't even released the nominations yet. No, and 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 also, it's like, how many amazing actors have done amazing performances this year? And then, but everyone's like, oh no, definitely. Like, 
uh, Casey Affleck achieved a 12 this year where everyone else just achieved a 9 like yeah. he's so far ahead of everyone else in acting yeah but it's just like none of us have seen it oh, like, no. I, I haven't watched any trailers or anything so yeah I um, thought it was an interesting title and that's all I have to say about it cool and so you're anticipating it based on the title I'm anticipating because people have told me it's good so and uh, another one that obviously we'll all be anticipating is uh, Resident Evil 3D, the final chapter. Mm, the final I haven't seen chapter. any of any of them, and I doubt it will be the last one. Um, and you know what annoys me about this? What? So we talk about titles a lot on this podcast, um, and all the other um, Resident Evil movies have like single word subtitles. They're all like Apocalypse or Retribution, and this okay. one's the final chapter. Oh. What the heck? Maybe it's a promise. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's maybe, like please just watch this maybe one. they're like hey guys this is it we, we promise <laughs> just one more time spend $20 yeah. on Mia Jovovich and then then at the end then the next one will be like Resident Evil broken promises <laughs> no no Resident yeah, Evil cool. we were kidding <laughs> <laughs> I would watch both of those fooled ya Resident Evil I still have a mortgage <laughs> um, so now just uh, to the uh, to alienate our international viewers, uh, Pork Pie comes out on 2nd of Feb. For those who don't know, uh, Pork Pie is a remake of Goodbye Pork Pie. Uh, classic Kiwi film. Have you I've guys seen, seen I've never seen it. Have you seen Goodbye Pork Pie, Jeremy? No, it's one of those Kiwi things that okay. like, everyone's supposed to love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See. I watched it because you're supposed to watch it. I watched it last year. Objectively a bad movie. Yeah. Right. It's, there's no story. Well, there is a story, but it doesn't follow any sort of like rules it doesn't stick to it like characters just fade in and out yeah and then it it starts on one character and then the story ends on the other character yeah and it's not a buddy movie by any means so like you're you know it's like i thought this guy was the main character and then he disappears like about 15 minutes towards the end and it finishes off the other storyline spoilers for goodbye pork pie <laughs> and assumingly pork pie though it does have um some uh, uh, some pretty cool New Zealand actors in it, including what's Tom, Tom Sainsbury. Tom, Tom Sainsbury. Yeah. I am super excited. Like I was like, ah, oh, yeah, James Rolleston, Dino Gorman, yeah, yeah, okay, that's cool. And then like Tom Sainsbury pops up as that like random motorbiker guy, yeah. and I was just like, hot damn, this is gonna be hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that'll be cool. He's he's quite good. He's he's showing promise. I've seen him live a few times, but he shows promise in John and Ben and things like that as well. Which, oh, he's for a- our international <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Just don't even worry. Okay, we're just talking about the microcosm that is New Zealand television and yeah. movies right now. So, yeah. But I don't know. Cool. I probably won't see it in the movies, but I'll listen out for... I probably will go see it in the movies, you actually. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think... In fact, that now. might be my most anticipated of <laughs> No, it definitely is not. <laughs> uh, so, another one coming out on 2nd of Feb is Split, M. Night... Shyamalan's new film I'm a, I'm a Shyamalan apologist so I might go see it yeah um, I, the only reason I'm interested in it is because I know a massive spoiler oh my gosh <laughs> what that there's a twist yeah well, <laughs> this is the problem it turns out he doesn't have a split no well okay the thing is that this one Do I, it, are you going to say a spoiler Cause we no it doesn't people. have a twist okay but what like it, it not like I've said okay so the I'm not interested because of the twist. I'm interested because of the last eight seconds of the film, okay. which I've which I've been led to understand are interesting. Okay. Oh wow, that is the now most I vanilla really thing it. you could possibly say. <laughs> <laughs> the last eight seconds of the film are apparently interesting. <laughs> Holy crap! I need to go to the movies. Like, the last eight seconds of the film 
are also part of the film. Yeah, but it's it's <laughs> it's a very um, it's not so much. They said the uh, the reviews I've seen have said it's not really a twist, but like it sounds like it is. Okay. Um, but it's, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I like some of Shyamalan's work. What would you I say like, you like? I what, like what Signs. I, uh, signs is one of is probably my favorite Shyamalan movie. Yeah. What else? Um, the Sixth Sense and Unbreakable. Unbreakable's alright. I don't actually like Unbreakable. No, Unbreakable's not good. Um, yeah, it's. Yeah, I respect what the village tried to do, and I think it's got some good ideas. Yeah, I think Lady in the Water is a masterpiece. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I've seen Lady in the Water once, and I was like fourteen, and remembered liking it. I actually had a poster of Lady on the Water. I've never seen it. Lady on the yeah, Water. Yeah, you know, you know why you liked, you know why you liked Lady in the Water? Because you were fourteen. No, no, no. Because you were an aspiring writer, <laughs> and M Night Shyamalan in that movie, as the writer of the movie cast himself to play the writer who ends up being this. the person who saves the world. Jeremy, and if I'm not anyone, an aspiring writer. I am a writer. If there's 14, anyone we you know, were an aspiring writer. If there's anyone I know who would do that, it's AJ. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I've got this great idea. Yeah. This like, young, oh, short cool. writer is going to save the world and get a what, really hot girlfriend. This is audio. Girlfriend. They don't know I'm short necessarily. And, um, <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, that's really cool. Like, you know, who are you thinking to play? Well, not me, obviously. <laughs> well, I just think, you know, who would be able to do it? Well, I wrote it. I know well, how to say it. I'll be self-referential and, like, self-deprecating, so that'll forgive everything, right? <laughs> Look, I wrote myself. Who's better to play me? <laughs> Actually, Ryan Gosling. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, can he lose six inches and gain, gain 30 pounds? <laughs> and, yeah. Are you talking about his penis? How, how do you know how big... Oh, Ryan wow. I, just assume, there. I don't know. I assume it's six inches bigger than yours, but I wasn't referring to his penis. Okay. Let's He's probably more than six what's inches What's the next movie? Um, <laughs> and speaking of penises, Fifty Shades Darker, Jamie Dornan apparently got offered extra to get his dick out this time. How do we feel about that? Did he get his dick out? He didn't in the first one. We don't know if he has in the second one yet. We can um, only wait. And wait. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is with Fifty Shades of Grey, right, is like as a trilogy... You've never really heard about any of the other books other than Fifty Shades of Grey, right? Yeah. And I so have. you have? Yep, I can tell you what they're called. Fifty Shades Darker, right? Yeah. And then the next one's Fifty Shades Freed. Yeah. Oh Lord. Yeah. Uh, like I mean, the thing is that they've gotta escalate in terms of, you know, sexiness or perceived yeah. sexiness. So, I hope so if they if they're <laughs> sort of amping it up by saying you might see some pain, that might get the thirsty woman there. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's more of an equality thing because, um, you know, Dakota Johnson got who was actually the saving grace of that film. Have you seen? No, I say, no, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I haven't seen it. But Dakota Johnson's a good actress. Yeah, okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey, not the worst movie I've ever seen. Okay, <laughs> that title goes to Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging for other reasons. <laughs> um, but Dakota Johnson makes that movie watchable, not only because she's naked a lot, but she's like she's the only one who knows how silly the movie is. Okay. And she well, kind of she's like, the the Robert Pattinson of the Fifty Shades of Grey. Year. Yeah, I guess, but no, 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 no. Even like in interviews, you see it. It's like she's the only one having fun with it, right? And um, and it's and that's kind of cool because she like she's kind of not taking it as seriously. Whereas yeah. Jamie Dornan's awful. Well, I just saw. Um, I remember seeing interviews with Jamie Dornan and her, like when they were promoting the first film, yeah. and all you could see in Jamie Dornan's eyes was just like, "If you are my wife, please know." I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> deeply sorry. Yeah, it's it's a weird film. But, yeah, so he never got his dick out and everyone was like, you know, they probably got paid the same amount or she probably actually got paid less, but he, she had to be naked throughout the whole movie and he never had to hang dong, so. Mm. But, I mean, the thing is that, 
I mean, controversial opinion here, <laughs> but I think that the female form is less surprising or like value valuable visually in a film because it's not shocking anymore. What? What? And this isn't me talking. This is what I've heard people say. Oh, give, so separate yourself from no, it. No, 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 no. I don't mean it that way. I mean, um, it's more like, like a female, a naked, a naked girl is like hot for for dudes and lesbians. A naked dude isn't really hot for anyone. Um, I like not in the not penis area. That's what I mean, I've been told. I've heard, by I've heard girls. Shame. No, with yeah. Michael Fassbender. No, he's, he's, uh, a, he's a probably probably, <laughs> probably less hot and more just intimidating. Okay. Like you just yeah. look at it and you, as a man, you're like, like, how would you fit that anywhere? Okay, as a man, you're like, oh, he shit. probably fast bends it. No, in his pants. So in his pants because oh, he's up. Michael Fassbender. We've gone down a rabbit hole here. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, the thing I think is that like. It's weird because, because like, female nudity's hot, male nudity's funny. Yeah. Objectively. Quote, unquote. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, like, how Hollywood kind of sees it. But then it's such a sexualized film. And also, like, dicks give your film a harder and stuff like that as well. So there's, like, there's other problems with it. So that's slower? Well, also... Give your film a hard R. Yeah, they give your film an NC-17. I thought you were going for hard on until, like, 95% of the way through that sentence. Also, I think that one of the other things about it is that... Um, unless I'm mistaken, you still can't show an erect penis yeah, that's in, a, in a movie that is not like yeah. full on, full on X rated. Yeah. And so there's actually nothing sexy at all about oh God, no, a wanna... flaccid penis. And I mean, if I was Jamie Dornan, I wouldn't want my flaccid penis on display. <laughs> I mean, you could be one of those like like ridiculous showers and yeah. like have nothing to nothing to gain. Yeah, but still. But so still, I mean, I'd be, oh yeah. it wouldn't be the top of my to-do list (laughs) so the next one's kind of weird so this one was on your list I believe John Wick 2 Mm -hmm. Uh, it's currently undated in New Zealand which means it's probably never coming out here Um, and it's uh, 10th of February it comes out in the States Cool. Uh, so there's another film there's a couple of films that are undated which I might just mention now so there's like um, A Monster Calls probably never coming out here quite want to see that um, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. That'll come out here. Of course it will. Maybe. I mean, I, I just... I've what heard. is that? That's the it's like a, it's a big spiritual th- sequel to The Fifth Element. <gasps> yeah. That's the new... Um, what the, Luke Besson. Yes. Luke Besson. Oh, I really want to see that. That looked amazing. Except yeah. for the bit with Rihanna. I don't know. I, I'm, I don't I'm, I'm cautiously apprehensive about it. Was apprehensive? <laughs> I said that in the last one we did as well. Yeah, um, if I can say it, hold it on. To me, oh, it looks me like now. the sequel to um, Jupiter Ascending. Yeah. Based which on the poster. Visual- I hated Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> but it was kind of fun. Hmm. And like a... This is so bad. Oh, yeah. And, and, a, and a kind of like... Seriously, Wachowski siblings, can you do anything else other than the Matrix <laughs> like is there anything you can do now oh, man. Speed Racer was fun no Speed Racer is so bad we've do- we've covered this ground I don't know if you remember Jeremy the one other podcast you've done with us we've oh, had this yes. exact conversation yeah yeah oh because Jupiter Ascending was my one of yeah, my yeah, disappointments yeah. yeah yeah that's yeah. right okay I will defend Speed Racer <laughs> till the day I die lucky we don't need to do that right now we can move on to the other movies <laughs> yeah okay legit I've watched um, I watched um, Speed Racer on my a camera on my iPod Classic. 
<laughs> that's that's the only time I've seen. And it was the best movie. I've ever <laughs> it was the best movie I've ever seen. The best movie I've ever seen in a three by two inch format. <laughs> which which means it was better than um, you don't mess with the Zohan because that was like the that's other film fair. that I've only seen on that. Low bar. Yeah. Low bar. So um, yeah, John Wick two. Okay. It was on your list. Yes. Have you guys seen John Wick? Yes. Have you no. seen it? No. Jeremy, you would love it, dude. I know, and everyone said this, and I keep. It's one of those movies where when I'm walking around in the street and something reminds me, I go, "Oh crap, I need to see John Wick." And then when I'm sitting down at my computer, going like, "Oh, what could I watch tonight?" It never comes into mind. Um, so John Wick One is like a very, it's a very elegant action movie, mm. right? And both how how like it's blocked and also the the narrative voice behind it is very like the good guy is all good and the bad guys are all bad. And that's cool for an action movie. For other movies, probably not as good. But, like, there's something really, like, clinical about the way they've worked the story. And so I really enjoyed it because it felt like a callback to action movies that I don't really make anymore. Um, and while that's ominous thinking of a sequel, the fact that John Wick 1 didn't actually do that well financially, no. is that right? I feel like it didn't because people talk about it like it was a hidden gem. Um, the fact that that's getting I mean, a it sequel... It did get released here. So. Yeah, exactly. The fact that it's getting a sequel is really cool and if it's the same i think it's the same directors it might not be but uh, it, i think it's one of the because it's okay. co-directed i think it's one right, of them right. and the other one's doing deadpool that's right um the you know just the fact that, that, that the people the creative team behind john wick one are getting more work with john wick two is a really cool little anecdote about yeah that and um the, the thing that makes me apprehensive about John Wick 2, I've, I only saw the movie about two weeks ago, the first one, and so, you know, I'm not like a John Wick fanatic, but this I watched the trailer for the sequel, and it has Ruby Rose in it. Who's that? Um, that, uh, that chick that kind of looks like Justin Bieber, she's on model? season three of, yeah, she's a model, Australian, she's in season three of um, Orange is the New Black. Black, she's a terrible actress, Okay. like she's fun to look at, sometimes, <laughs> but... Um, she's an awful, awful actress. <laughs> however, however, the, the whoever wrote or cast John Wick Two um, had the amazing thought to make her mute. <laughs> so she like she sign, she signed does sign language. Oh my gosh, John Wick. Such Actually, a man. Um, such a man right now. That's disgusting. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I, thank okay, God she can't speak for herself. To be fair, I don't. I don't even find her that attractive, but <laughs> it's all good. Oh, denigrate every part of her, why don't you? <laughs> but like, if you watch any, if you've watched season three of Orange and New Black, you'd back up that she's a terrible. Okay, actress. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Mainly, re- it's, okay. To be fair, to one season, a scene in season four that clinched her as a terrible actress. Me. I'm gonna reduce the um, possible sexism here. Um, and so, I love women. Oh, and you're such a good guy. No, 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 no. no, 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 no Jeremy, I'm not a good guy. Okay. <laughs> What I'm saying is, John Wick 2 also has Lawrence Fishburne in it, who I loathe. So, Do you hate him? I hate him. He's the worst actor. He was good as Morpheus. That's it. But he's just playing Morpheus again. Maybe he'll be great then. In the interests of uh, doing the balance that you say, what do you think of his looks? <laughs> yeah, is, is it because I'm racist and not sexist? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think Lawrence Fishburne, everything he's been in since The Matrix, I've just been like, oh, God, you know you're acting. Like right. you, you, you know, it's like he's very wooden. I think, especially in Hannibal, he was quite bad in, in the Hannibal. Picture. How bad was it that he went on CSI for that long? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I mean, just yeah. So that's sad. all you need to know about Lawrence Fishburne is that he was the second out of three main characters in the original CSI run. The the other thing you should know about him is that his daughter is a porn star. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, Montana Fishburne. Back to the Chippy D. That's a, that's a <laughs> terrible D, name. Montana, Montana Fishburne. Yeah. If you name your daughter, she goes by Chippy D in her porn oh, okay. star. Um, but it's like, you know, it came out there. Was, um, he's disowned her. Oh, real? Yeah. 
Wow. Um, I hope she's disowned him for some of his acting choices. (laughs) (laughs) You were in Man of Steel! Get out of my life! (laughs) That was a real innocuous movie to choose. I just couldn't think of any others. Yeah. Neither. Um, <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne, everybody. Yeah. What was it? What else was he in? He was in the poor um, man Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of a Samuel L. Jackson film, and I was gonna be like, he was, he was in there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I do that whole Reddit joke. Yeah, Good. yeah. yeah. The old <laughs> true. Cool. Um, so Ruby Rose, not a fan. Um, she's in John Wick too. She's also gonna be in December twenty seconds, Pitch Perfect three. What? And she? Oh, and she's in Triple X three. Why is she getting work? Sequels. No one else wants to do that. What's them. her name? I'm going to look her up. Ruby Rose. Ruby I keep on thinking of Ruby Rod from Fifth Element. Yeah, which is, I know, the second callback to Fifth Element. Call me! Call me! Call me, man! Alright, so, uh, <laughs> coming up next, a week after the potential release of John Wick 2, uh, is Silence, Martin Scorsese's new film. So, starring Adam Driver... Which has entirely confused me, I have to say. Yeah. Like, it looked amazing when I first saw the trailer. And I was just like, Martin Scorsese doing a, like, really big faith film with, like, exploring, you know, like, a real real story, all this sort of stuff, like, and new actors that aren't Leonardo DiCaprio. This is exciting. (laughs) And then all the reception has basically been everyone going, like, huh, yeah, mm, okay, good, yeah, what? I mean, you're really talented. Um, yeah, like, like everything I've seen about it, it was it was good, but I didn't like it that much. <laughs> it's good for someone else to watch. Mm. Like, it's very, very quality. That's my but... review of La La Land as well. It was, mm. It's an objectively good movie, but I wasn't a fan of it. <laughs> um, well, it's interesting because on our way back on our Back to the Future podcast, Richard, yes, we AJ. we discussed um, the idea of a movie that's so good it's bad. Yeah. So that's like a perfect movie that you just don't like because even though there's nothing wrong with it, yeah, it's, I, I, it's it's like very good. Technically, it's very good. Um, you don't relate to it, and therefore you're left being like this great movie didn't resonate with me. Yeah, I was going to bring that up when you were talking about Moonlight, Jeremy, mm. but because but then it's it's not kind of the same because you're admitting you know as a um, like cis white as male, a whitey Taiwanese. that you would um, <laughs> that you, you know it's just not you're not necessarily the intended audience. Um, but no, I think it's so. It's not. It's it's more that the 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 action or the the feeling of not connecting is actually part of what makes the, the movie valuable and good. Right. Yeah. It's because actually, I, I felt like it was right for me to feel uncomfortable. Like, Tyler Perry movies. Well, yeah. Well, you know that that like this life is so far removed from something that I know. But it's actually I was really glad to see yeah. these kind of lives on the screen because I've had so many of so many lives that I can relate to on the screen my whole life. Yeah. So it's good for me to actually um, have to, well, not have to, but be able to sit through lives that I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So that was Silence. Yeah, <laughs> I think Silence probably would fit, I, I could see it fitting under that sort of, I wouldn't be able to find a fault with it, but I just kind of, I don't know, Scorsese's interesting because, like, Wolf of Wall Street, I was like, ugh, I can't be bothered watching a three-hour movie. When I first heard about it, I was like, oh, some fucking, oh, you got... Most overrated actress of all time. Actor. I was thinking of the Meryl Streep thing. Um, most overrated actor of all time. Oh, happy inauguration day, um, by the way. Um, no this one. this is going to be like the last podcast released pre-Trump. Wow. Because big... Trump gets inaugurated tomorrow. It's a big call. Um, to the, like, he get the same date, but you know, yeah. time zones. Um, so, yeah, if you're there... <laughs> 
um, you know, let us know what you think of them. So, what are you talking about? Oh because the <laughs> next, I? the next cult, cult pop show podcast is actually going to be the first political one. Let us know what you think of this political yeah. um, element cult of politics. Of this, it's cool. Cult politics. It's not that. I cool. like that. Anyway, so yeah, we're going to be starting a political podcast. Let us know what you thought of this segment and (laughs) if you want to hear more. So, anyway, as I was saying about... Oh, anyway, I don't like Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, So, next one is another one on your list. T2, Transpotting. 23rd of February. Yeah, I mean... We're up to February. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. There's a lot more power through because I don't care about them. Um, I quite like Transpotting. Uh, I said to you the other day, Richard, there was a time in my life where I would have described Danny Boyle as my favourite director. Ooh. Probably not so much anymore, but he is responsible for two or three of my favourites. You haven't seen Steve one. Jobs, have you? No. Great film. Great film. <laughs> um, I, I am excited by the idea of Transpotting 2 because... I'm excited by by films like like Clerks Two is a similar boat for me. I quite like Clerks Two because it was an unnecessary sequel, but you saw um, a characters from a movie that's about characters and what they'd do twenty years later, which is a very like that's probably how you'd do that, right? And so that's why I'm excited about Transporting Two. It's an interesting idea for a sequel because it'll be purely character based right. and not a not a story sequel, but a character sequel, right? Which I think is interesting. Whereas, like, if you look at like um, the best story sequel of all time was obviously Shrek 2 yeah yeah exactly. or you know they've got Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed yeah hmm. I mean the only thing I'll say about Transporting 2 is it's going to be probably I'm, I'm going to predict right now yeah. it's going to be my second favourite sequel named T2 <laughs> why are they calling it T2 like you don't think of you don't think of Trainspotting for its title yeah if anything you think of it not for its title because it's Kyle Tars but nothing to do with the movie like Terminator 2 T2 makes sense because it's like yeah Terminator it's like no one thinks of train spotting as T anyway, yeah what's the next one next one is Logan sorry Logan <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Logan was on my list yeah um, now I want to get this number right I think I've seen the trailer 18,000 times <laughs> I've put the trailer like almost every night since it came out and AJ and I have been living together I've put the trailer on like it's my meme AJ will be like bro check out this 12 minute YouTube essay and they'll be like oh yeah check out this video and I'll just play the trailer for Logan it's a minute and a half you know whatever Mm. I come off better in this story Um, (laughs) and so (laughs) I'm really looking forward to it okay I have seen X-Men 1 and X-Men Origins Wolverine and First Class and they're fine yeah. But Logan, the, the the minute and a half trailer for Logan is already my favourite X-Men film. If, <laughs> if Logan sucks, the trailer for it will still be my favourite. Yeah. Like, it would have to be how many other finale bad to retroactively ruin that trailer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess, um, I think it looks cool. Um, I don't follow Wolverine or X-Men well enough to be, like, excited for a fan-based reason. But it was a well-edited trailer, you know... Very good use of of Johnny Cash's hair. Um, I, I'm trying to say opinions that aren't generic, but I, I'm I'm full of them. Yeah, it's all I am. Generic AJ. Yeah, a generic. Um, um, I mean, the thing I'd say is that anytime you see Wol- uh, <laughs> anytime you see Hugh Jackman playing Wolverine, is a good time. Yeah, exactly. Like, this it, is like his big swan song. Yeah, well, it is his character, and so I think actually giving Hugh Jackman the chance to 
from what the trailer shows, it yeah. looks like it's getting more dramatic, more kind of raw, and mm. or you know, and it, that yeah. cannot be not so, good. Yeah, because like James Mangold is obviously a big fan of the character. Hugh Jackman is as well, and like Patrick Stewart's doing his big farewell to the character as well mm. a, uh, of um, Charles Xavier. But um, he's also doing his farewell to Wolverine. Yeah, he's, he's never played him. But um, oh, God, then. <laughs> okay, so interlude for if, our... if you hear some some sick uh, Indian beats playing at the moment, it's racist. <laughs> it's not us. <laughs> um, it could be though. <laughs> Yeah, it's not now. So, it, it's like they're fi- like these big fans of the wall of the character finally getting to do the movie they've always wanted to do. It seems like Old Man Logan. Oh my god! Oh man! We don't have the rights to the song. <laughs> it's okay. It's these it's... are our neighbors, people. It's getting louder. They do, like, my first night at this flat. I was woken up in the morning by this at six a.m. I'm gonna walk out and stare at them. Well, it stopped as soon as I like, Oh my they, gosh, they, they felt you coming. Alright. So, I like, I, in what universe is that acceptable? So wake me up when it's all over. Very ironic song to get waking up to. <laughs> yeah, well, wasn't that a good song? It was just oh, like, not a good story. <laughs> you could go real close to the mic to synthesize. Or distortion y. Oh my God. Stop. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's how I was woken up my first morning. Someone picking up their friend at six a.m. and I like actually screamed at them. Kong Skull Island coming out. Kong yeah, or polarizing, Kong 3D polarizing trailer adventure. That, yeah, have you seen movie. the trailers for it? I have not, but I saw the poster for it when I was at the movies the other night, and it looked amazing. Yeah, this is what the first trailer was. What you'd expect. Godzilla. Yeah. Godzilla kind of Bow. trailer, you know what I mean? Like, it's a movie about Bow. King Kong. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. second trailer was it made it look like, look like a fun little I comedy. See John C. Riley's in the trailer. I see. Like, it looks like a comedy now. Is he, is, okay, is John C. Riley in the trailer wearing, like, an all-in-one underwear, kind of, like, unbuttoned? I'm just I'm just seeing that. Nah, he's wearing, like, a... He is, he is like, the guy who they found on the island. Yeah, and he's, like, um... So, and, and yeah, no they're problem. like, um, they're like, oh, like careful out there, like what? What is it? He's like, I call them bone crawlers or something like that. Mm. And then he's like, well, okay, that's. A, I've never said it out loud. You can call them whatever you want. Oh, right. And that's the button on the trailer. So yeah. that that's kind of the, the whole like self-aware, like oh, I realize how stupid what I just yeah, said. Yeah, sound. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's so funny. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it's really interesting. That it looks beautifully designed. That's what I'll say for it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, like oh, yeah, I'm intrigued, and um, you know, obviously that's leading up to Kong versus Godzilla. So. What's that? Is that movie got a name yet? Uh, Godzilla vs King Kong. Oh, no, Godzilla sequel is called King of King of Monsters. Monsters yeah, or it's King cool. of the Monsters. It's whatever. I is, think it's King of the Monsters, and everyone's like, it should be King of Monsters. Right. Is it directed by the same dude? No. Uh, no. It's, oh. um, no, he's not even doing Godzilla two, is he? Because no. he just he just did Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. It's got a lot of his play. Yeah. Which is sad though, because I think honestly his Godzilla was phenomenal. I, I liked it. Yeah. It was. I liked parts of it quite a lot. That one shot where they're like skydiving through the yeah. cloud. Like There's that some beautiful moments in it. Will that. always stay with me. Although this will be fourth, fifth time I've mentioned it on a podcast, but um, Aaron Taylor Johnson, zero charisma in that film. I like him as an actor, but mm. that's where screen presence goes to die. This is that about the third episode of our podcast. It was, um, it was a Brian Cranston movie. We were movie. promised a Brian Cranston movie. Yeah, that didn't really oh, yeah, yeah. deliver. And then we were robbed of this like emotional tale. <laughs> yeah. And um, given like... 
Aaron army Taylor man. Johnson. Yeah. Uh, so rings. New, oh, new ring. Oh yeah, movie. man. I'm looking forward to that. Rings. Yeah. The ring is such a like. Wait. There's in rings like the, the ring. The ring. You will yeah. Die in seven days. There's like a new one, but it's like a viral video now. Yeah. Yeah. It's a which is of course it would be. Yeah. It's you a, tag your friends to it's totally a kill them in seven ring days. Movie. Yeah. Sure. I have nothing to say about it other than yeah. I'll probably see. Alright. Cool. So at least just zip right past it unless you have anything to say. Horror movies. Ugh. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Power Rangers, 23rd of March. Do, do, any, do any of you guys care about that? I We're like promised a Brian Cranston Power Rangers movie. We're getting ill from me. Jeremy, and were you girl. in the Power Rangers pocket? I was just a little too old for it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I saw, like, Power Rangers for me, I was like, Beetleborgs and Power Rangers were all lumped into that same, like, really? Mm. Why? Like, why? Okay. I don't and, get it. And I was too young for it. So yeah, it's aired in the interim between our ages. So. so I feel like I should be fine. Yeah. I'm <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I never got into it. Although, having said that, I won't sit here and let you um, bash Beetleborgs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just... Seeing that Elizabeth Banks was cast as Rita Repulsa, oh, yeah. I thought that was whitewashing of the highest order. Because Rita Repulsa is supposed to be a proud, I want to say Asian woman. Was it Hispanic or Asian? I, I don't know. I've got about not 2% white. idea of what you're talking about. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Elizabeth Banks anymore. I used to, when she was on Scrubs, I really liked her. Yeah. And then she, um, you know, had the whole thing with JD and now I don't like her. <laughs> and I just never got, I've never forgiven her. Uh, okay, here I'm, I'm giving her for what those screenwriters did to her. Uh, here's one for you, uh, mate, Jeremy. Uh, you got Beauty and the Beast, 30th of March. Just I've heard we already talked about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't. I mean, the, the only the, the only thing I'll say about it, other than it's just that I I think that Beauty and the Beast is going to suffer where Jungle Book didn't suffer. Yeah. Whereas Jungle Book is a like you know the cartoons were just displaying something that really happened in real life, which is animals wandering around. And yes, they talked. But it didn't cha- entirely change the appearance of the animal. Uh, whereas a teapot that talks is fine in a cartoon. Yeah, but yeah. from what we've seen in the trailers already, like just having the little drawn-on mouth on the side of the teapot, yeah. it just has and no life. Quite it looks, on, the, on that subject, have you seen the poster for Beauty and the Beast, the new one? Mm. It's it's the characters, but in, all of them are in the human form. Which they're in the movie for presumably about 10 minutes, man. Yeah. yeah. So isn't that just dumb? Like, it's totally like, oh, we need people to know that. Famous know, people in this movie. In this movie. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, a lot of, like, the design of mainly of um, the uh, Lumiere and Cogsworth is just, the, the design, it's a little creepy for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, having said that, um, best thing I can say about the movie Josh Gad as LeFou is oh, perfect that like that deserves <laughs> the same kind of casting award that was deserved by the first Harry Potter movie yeah. where like you're just like you managed to find the the physical human embodiment of what that <laughs> character actually is yeah, yeah. And, and not even like that is, is just like it's not like you plucked out some nobody it's like yeah of course he's he made for that role yeah. Yeah. And, he, and he's been on Broadway doing a massive Broadway show as well yeah he was one of the leads I'd also like to drop Mormon. Danny DeVito as the Lorax into this bucket of like perfect casting <laughs> yeah I've never seen the Lorax it's, I, it's, I, I, I really liked it when I saw it I, I like the Wanzel is just a guy yeah, yeah. that's cool that's yeah, cool yeah. Um, and do you know Danny DeVito did um, like six different languages for that he, yeah, he yeah, dubbed yeah. it in a bunch of different languages which good on him anyway Danny um, this isn't the best movies of Beauty and the Beast. Dan Stevens is the Beast. I think is also going to be a good call. Okay, but yeah, who knows how? It, well he's got like that, that voice and he's handsome and stuff like that. But then I don't like the design they've gone for with him. No, he looks like a goat. Yeah, mm. he's a bit too friendly. Like, also, I, like of course you fall in love. With I mentioned this. Um, <laughs> I mentioned, of course you fall in love with that giant hairy thing. Yeah, yeah. I mentioned this. I think it was on um, 
it was either the Star Wars one or the, the disappointing films one, that, like, the elements of how incestuous the story of Beauty and the Beast are, it, it, like, really shines when it's in live action. Do you mean, like, Beast Alien? What did I say? Incestuous. Someone's got incest on the mind. <laughs> well, I, I don't think I can come back from this. Yeah, bestiality. <laughs> Alright, what's, what's the next one? Yeah, bestiality. What's the next one? So, the, the, the three. <laughs> I think three, there's something there that wasn't there before. <laughs> three kind of big movies that actually come out all on the same day um, is Beauty and the Beast, Ghost in the Shell. Like, that, that's a, yeah, not necessarily yeah. one I'm excited for, but it's kind of. Yeah. They're trying to make it a tempole film. It was filmed in New Zealand as well. Um, yeah. And the Lego Batman movie. That was on my list. Oh, so good. I'm, the yeah, casting for up until now is perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, it'll be I a lot of fun. I would have put it on my list, but, um, you know, I had to make room for... Another, one of those ones I can't remember. You look for the funniest one, but you all genuinely liked them, yeah. so you couldn't pick which one was going to yeah, be Yeah, I could be like, oh, Triple X3, but I was like, why would I win that? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think um, that if the Lego movie's anything to go by, it'll be good. Yeah, exactly. And um, I like that... that um, uh, What's-his-face is playing? Two-Face. Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Williams, that's brilliant, because he was promised to be yeah. Two-Face. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, you know, Tommy Lee Jones stole from him, of all people. Tommy Lee Jones did did an okay job as Two-Face in Batman Forever. Yeah. <laughs> Most okay performances yeah. of the 1980s. <laughs> I just saw the trailer for Lego Batman before Moana, and I had not, I didn't even, I hadn't connected the fact that it was coming out as an individual movie. Right. And so it just so surprised me, and like all the jokes with Robin just totally blew me away and I was just laughing incredibly loud in a very small cinema and I felt (laughs) a little bit bad for how much that's a that's a good way to describe my experience hanging out with you I think is laughing a little too loud in a very small cinema uh Smurfs the Lost Village oh shit yeah Cool. And, uh, is next Katy one, Perry playing Smurfette again I think so yeah I think it's the same cast but I don't think I don't know if this one necessarily has any um uh, live action parts in it. Okay. At this point, can we distinguish between trolls and the Smurfs? Like one, in my mind, they sort of merge into the same kind of creature. Yeah, one's blue, but I don't know what color the Smurfs are. <laughs> they're, all, they're, all, they're all blue. <laughs> 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 I recover from that. All right, what's the next one? Next one is um, Fate of the Furious, twelfth of, of April. Best title on this list. <laughs> if anyone disagrees, the for eight. They're just wrong. Yeah. The fate of the fear. That's so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. It's quite biblical, actually. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is what happens when you're too angry. It's like a moral lesson. Yeah. <laughs> but then, yeah and, like, how do you do a ninth and tenth one? Because yeah. they've, they've, like, the well, fate of the fate of the ninth one is fate of the furious two. <laughs> oh my god. I will cry. Or fate, or fate nine. Fate nine. Because seven, fate nine. <laughs> oh lord um, I want the 10th one to be called Fast 10 Your Seatbelts <laughs> yes <laughs> oh so good yes and then there, there was that guy's pitch for Fast 9 like 9 <laughs> when um, they like go back in time and kill Hitler or just go to Germany in present day um, yeah, true you know I you normally hate I don't know what it is about the Fast and the Furious franchise I normally hate movies like that mm. and yet every single one I go and like uh, the Fast and Furious Fast 7 Furious 7 Furious so, was it Furious 7, Furious 7 yeah. sure oh, it was Fast and Furious 7 here but it was Furious 7 on the yeah. track, I, think. I went with two of my friends and we literally like stood up and applauded 
when the car was like jumping yeah. between the three buildings because it was <laughs> like it's just it's so ridiculous and yeah. I just there's something in my heart for those movies They're I just video games I guess like there's the same kind of feeling to be fair I've only seen the first one and the fourth one and, but I cannot wait for the eighth one to come out so we can do it for film franchise <laughs> Uh, it's cool so next one is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 uh, yeah normally I mean, the, I the first one would have been on my list if we'd done it for that year probably would have been top of my list for that year yeah. uh, and it, it met my expectations but since then I'm like uh, you know I'm kind of I don't want to admit this because I'm such like a, sh- a sh- Marvel shell but I am kind of getting like I'm not anticipating them as much anymore unless there's something interesting about them like Thor Ragnarok being Taika yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that I didn't. I wasn't a big fan of Guardians of the Galaxy one because I, I I remember going into it and finding out that the story was about we have to get Object X or else the bad guy will get it first and being like, how is this movie about this? Right. Like we we have have moved beyond the story for mm. Marvel movies. How yeah. can this be the plot? And so with that reason, I think Guardians two will be better because they almost can't just do the same they story. can't just have a MacGuffin yeah 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 I think um, Guardians 2 is going to be better and I think it will probably be one of the best Marvel movies because of they've got Kurt Russell in it um, oh. who's playing um, uh, Peter Quill's father um, who's playing an obscure Marvel character um, who I like feel slightly superior for knowing prior to this information being revealed who's playing Ego the living planet I knew that who's literally just like he's a planet who has a face that's see, that's that's can, some like take. real, that's some real Transformers shit right there. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, just you get things. It was just this is yeah, this is where I totally step off the comic book wagon and just yeah. go, no, sorry, wait, you can't have a character who's a planet. Yeah, that's, I think I think Guardian stands apart as well because they're the only ones that aren't really superheroes. Like, I think that it gets points for not being a superhero film or at least not feeling like a superhero film. Mm. Um, and Baby Groot looks cool. I'm yeah. in, I'm, in with, I'm down with that. Oh, yeah. Vin Diesel again, guys. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the Vin thing, Diesel's yeah, man. <laughs> the, the problem yeah, with well. the problem with Guardians of the Galaxy two is that since Guardians of the Galaxy, the Marvel films have borrowed that like cutesy kind of offbeat kind of thing and also I think um, Chris Pratt has done that character again like four <laughs> times and so I think the surprise and the freshness of the characters yeah. will be totally gone and I actually think that's, that, that's what made Guardians of the Galaxy Agreed. so if, if that movie was good for you which it was for me but if that movie was good it was because of the freshness of the characters and I am worried that it, mm. the second film won't have that at the same time I feel like I followed James Gunn on Facebook and I feel like he knows that. And he's he's I think he genuinely thinks that this one's better. And because it, it's a lot more personal, um, it's got the father the father son story is the mm. heart of it. Which is which is cool, you know. I have a complicated much. relationship with James Gunn. Yeah. Because he's I, he's directed my least favourite movie of all time. Which is Super. I hated that movie. Super? See I love Super. I, movie that movie was like a checklist of everything I don't like in movies. Well, it's not coming out this year, so we shouldn't talk about exactly. it. Exactly. But anyway, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to completely cut yeah, it off. Cool. Because we're, we're not, we're up, that's April done. Cool. <laughs> we're up to um, 18th of May, Alien Covenant. Anyone got anything to say about it? No. It's not Prometheus, is it? It's Prometheus. No, it's, sequel, it's the b- film between Prometheus and uh, the first Alien. Ridley Scott's directing it. Strategically it's not titling it Prometheus Covenant. Yeah, 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 but it has Michael Fassbender, right? Yes. Yeah, he's playing two characters. It's also got Danny McBride in it. I am interested in that. <laughs> I actually like, and I know all the reasons why not to like Prometheus. I loved Prometheus. 
Okay. It was just stylistically, there was something about it that really held my attention. And like, I watched it three times and by the third, by the second time I totally was like, oh my gosh, that's why everyone hates it. Yeah. But I still liked it. Well, it didn't come out in 2017, Jeremy, so I'm going to have to cut you off. Okay, cool. I, um, I respect cool. that Cara- honour you for that. Okay, okay. Pirates of the Caribbean 5, without mentioning that, any of the other ones. Is that coming out this year? Pirates of the Caribbean 5, 25th of May. Oh, that's my most anticipated. <laughs> There's a trailer for it, you know. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about it completely. <laughs> yeah. This isn't on Stranger Tides, is it? That's no. already happened. No, yeah, this, this is, this is um, Demi Tana Pit Tales. Or it's got a different title in Europe. Dead Men Tell Tales. No, it's, Europe, it's, the, it's the name of the bad guy. Um... Javier Bardem, his character. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean, Javier Bardem. <laughs> um, uh, no, I think, I've, I've always said this about Pirates of the Caribbean. First one is probably one of my favourite blockbusters. Hated the sequels, but there's no reason why doing another one can't be good. Yeah, so um, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Revenge of Salazar, and um, Pirates of the Caribbean, Salazar's Revenge. Yeah. It's interesting <laughs> to say, the, like, the revenge of a character that I haven't introduced you. Yeah, yeah. But, uh... I think this has the potential to be the best one since the first one. Yes, I do too. Uh, they're bringing back Orlando Bloom. Apparently, Keira Knightley might be back in it. What's he going to do? Just sit on an island for the whole time? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, um, I think yeah, Keira Knightley might be in like a post-credit scene or something. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm all for time. it because we need more pirate, fun pirate movies. Yeah, the first one is incredible. Second one, eh. Third one is my least favorite movies of all time. <laughs> Haven't seen the fourth one. Kind of anticipating the fifth one. Yeah. If... If that movie features a post-credit sequence with Keira Knightley just like literally like tearing around the house after like five children that she and Orlando Bloom have, with like no reference to pirates or anything, she's just taking care of children, yeah. and it's just like a ten-minute post-credit sequence of her like dealing with childcare. I will name it the best movie of twenty seventeen. <laughs> Check back here end of twenty seventeen. See if that happened. Mm. All right, we're up to the halfway month. Baywatch, first of June. 21 Jump Street 3. Yeah. Am I right? Uh, no. Yes, but it doesn't look good. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, uh, I, was I, I, was, I was excited for it until I saw the trailer. Oh, I haven't seen the trailer for it. I'm yeah. just I'm just going oh. off the fact that I have laughed at every single idea of every movie that The Rock has ever done. <laughs> and then any of them that I've seen, I've just gone, you know what? I kind of like that. And I just yeah, I imagine I won't hate Baywatch, but it doesn't look as good as Like San Andreas was objectively terrible, but San I Andreas had so much fun watching it. Was the funniest movie of twenty fifteen. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Um they they oh they like parachute out of a plane and they land in a baseball field and he's like oh, it's been a while since I got you to second base. <laughs> It's so funny. And it's, let's never forget his daughter swimming through the water. Oh, I love Alexander <laughs> Daddario. Holy shit. Yeah, um, so, so this is the thing, right? You look at the trailer for San Andreas and you're like, oh my gosh, that is going to be a ridiculous piece of trash. And then and it was. it's The Rock and you just love watching it, even though yeah, you know thing, as yeah. you're watching it, you're like, this is terrible, objectively awful, and yet I am loving every minute of it. Yeah. <laughs> the Rock is the opposite of Aaron Taylor-Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like he's he, not sleeping with the director of the first Fifty Shades of Grey movie. <laughs> yeah, he's not. It's the complete opposite. Mm. Um, yeah, no, he he is a charisma machine. Mm. He can elevate anything. Uh, and one film that barely barely missed um, the cutoff for 2017 to talk about is uh, Jumanji. Comes out fourth of January 2018. Also starring The Rock. Fun fact. Well, we can't speak a word. Exactly. The Rock takes uh, on the legacy of Robin Williams. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they've they've said. They've said that they, they deal with it respectfully. I'm just imagining The Rock then going on to do like a, re, a total reimagining of Deadpool. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Poet Society? Mrs. Oh, Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I would watch the hell out of I, Mrs. Doubtfire. I have never wanted to see a film so bad. <laughs> Hold on. They're making a live action Aladdin... And I could legitimately see The Rock yeah, playing Genie. The Rock would be a great Genie. I've actually said this before. Have you? Yeah. That's a good idea. Um, they're doing a Genie's film. Though. They talked about doing a spin-off film about Genie's. Okay. It probably should have happened 20 years ago. I feel like that would yeah. become like one of those Tinkerbell franchises that just like goes <laughs> on and on and on, but outside oh, the realms of anyone's consciousness. I can't yeah, wait till we the get Rock the Tinkerbell the, franchise. The Rock is the genie, is um, something I've been vouching for for Even before Robin Williams played him, yeah. I was like, you know who would be good? This undiscovered <laughs> WWE. How old were you in Aladdin? I was born. Uh, cool. The next one. Uh, so there's. I'm, I'm actually, to, to save time, we can not come to it later. Two films I want to talk about um, together. Wonder Woman, 1st of June, and Justice League, which comes out 16th of November. Are they going to be good? No. Are you putting these together just because you don't want to talk about Wonder Woman on her own? Because you think she doesn't deserve a conversation <laughs> on her own? Okay. No, we oh can talk gosh. about it, but as long That's as she's horrifying. in a, a league of others, yeah. Yeah. Then, then we can have... <laughs> okay. I mean, the only on that subject, not to take it seriously, but <laughs> on that subject, at least DC are doing a female superhero movie, which Marvel haven't even done yet. Yeah, so. their first film with a female in the title is going to be Ant-Man and the Wasp. Wow. Because it comes out like a year before. Wait, the Wasp um, is a woman? Yeah. yeah um, the Wasp is Evangeline Evangeline Lilly. Lilly. Evangeline Lilly. <laughs> yeah. From the first movie. That's the best right. character from Lost. Just kidding. Oh my god. Okay. All right. I, I was like, okay, now we launch into another hour long <laughs> The best podcast. character from The Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> She's not had a, had a good like good career with, with fans, has she? Because no. let's face it, she wasn't great in Ant Man. Yeah, well, she was fine. She was fine. She, anyway, Guys, but, I feel like we're moving away from Wonder Woman here. Yeah. So Wonder Woman, do you reckon it's going to be good? No. Uh, what do you reckon? Okay. What do you think it's going to score because, on Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, like thirty nine. I reckon it's going to be in the seventies because if you critics don't like will it, not be able to not like it. Yeah. Exactly. Because it's sexist, hmm. and they want to like it. Everyone wants to like this movie. No, I don't. You I, want to I, hate I it. am benevolent. Towards this movie. That's wanting to like I it. I think you mean like, ambivalent. Ambivalent. <laughs> Apprehensious towards this movie. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. I, uh, the, the, I'm ambivalent. <laughs> some of the, f- the footage looks cool and it's a cool idea like... I'm embarrassing myself so much by using the wrong words. I, I like the idea of doing... Um, like it's a, it's a period film as well. That's why I, like, I, I really like uh, the first Avenger, Captain America. Yeah. Um, because it's a World War One film. Yeah. And it's a oh, World War Two film, sorry. And it's great. <laughs> Featuring the historically accurate representation of Hugh Jackman as <laughs> redhead yeah. oh. man. No, that was Hugo Weaving. Oh, Hugo Weaving, sorry. Yeah. Although, <laughs> although the opening of X-Men Origins Wolverine with Hugh Jackman fighting in all the wars is great. Yes. That's the best scene in the movie. Which isn't, isn't really saying anything. Um, next one, The Mummy, not starring Brendan Fraser or Boris Karloff, funnily enough. Oh, um, Tom Cruise how do we feel about it the, the, uh, do you reckon this cinematic universe is going to take off I mean no. nah <laughs> I like the idea of it but no Wait, is Tom it, Cruise hasn't been in a flop in like 30 years though is it mm. going to be 
is it going to be a period film? No, no it's, it's not. It's in oh, now. thank God. Because I just... I, I don't know if there's any actor who is less suited <laughs> to, like, pretending to be in a different era than he currently is than Tom Cruise. Yeah. Like, could you imagine Tom Cruise and... Oh, exactly. In, um... In the... What was the World War Two movie he was in? Yeah, he's oh, like an Valkyrie. Irish guy. Yeah, Valkyrie. That was... No, he plays an Irishman in some movie. No, oh, far and away, actually. No, he was great in that. But that was young Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> totally different kettle of fish. What do you guys think of Tom Cruise? Oh, I just I respect him begrudgingly. I I yeah, would love same. to meet him. I think he seems like a cool dude. He has a middle tooth. Yeah. I but I I just that's the worst thing I, about Tom Cruise. I go I go into every Tom Cruise movie going like, oh damn it, it's Tom Cruise, and then I come out of it going, damn, Tom Cruise just really is good. Yeah, like, exactly. Like I, I have to give it to him. I he's don't committed. Want... He's charismatic. Like you look at like Edge of Tomorrow. Or, uh, you know, you've got Live, Die, Repeat, or uh, even All You Need Is Kill. <laughs> like, three completely different movies. And all of them. Yeah. And they're so good you can look past the, the fact that he eats umbilical cords. That's just some rumour I heard of Scientology. <laughs> I don't know if it's true. Yeah, I think the problem is that the, re- the reason why Tom Cruise is good is that he usually picks things that are like Mission Impossible mm. or, you know, Jack Reacher, where he can be this totally personalityless, like, totally disconnected person who doesn't really have any functional ongoing relationships and he's just good at what he does. And I think that's what Tom Cruise does best. When you start seeing him try to act as someone who is relational and, you know, interconnected with other people, it falls down. Yeah, okay, however... Rebuttal to that, Magnolia. Mm. Haven't seen it, so he's incredible. Yeah, he's really right? good. He's okay. in, like he's everything you just said he isn't. Like if, if if anyone ever says to you, Tom Cruise can't act, show them Magnolia. Yeah, agreed. Right. But that is an exception. I yeah. would say. Um, um, well, he's also supposed to be quite good in Collateral. That's like his only villain role as well. So the Mummy, I, I like. I watched in the trailer. It's revealed that Tom Cruise is playing like a mummy as well because he dies what? and is brought back to life in the trailer really? yes so it's like a mummy versus a mummy which is actually pretty smart because otherwise you'd have this weird disconnect where like your main star isn't the monster in the title of the movie right because that's right. what they're doing with all the other ones yeah Johnny Depp's playing the Invisible Man yeah yeah so like, you know about this oh yeah they're, they're doing Johnny Depp as the yeah. Invisible Man um, Russell, Russell Crowe as Dr. Jekyll Mr. Hyde and fucking Dwayne the Rock Johnson as the Wolfman you know what I mean so, <laughs> so they've made Tom Cruise the mummy You're technically right. but he's fighting another evil mummy right right Who's a lady, Jeremy? Sophia. An actual Bittella. mummy. An actual yeah. mummy. Wait, Sophia Vergara. So, Sophia Butella. Oh, okay. Well, she was the. the... <laughs> <laughs> I will never sleep. I will never do I will never stop. Why do my coverings never cover everything? <laughs> There's a lot of good things about Sophia Vergara, guys. She seems like a nice lady. She is. Honestly, she is. She's hilarious. Actually. One of the most charismatic women in Hollywood at the moment. Like, as soon as she comes onto screen, if it's an interview, if it's on TV, there's a warmth about her, there's a good humour about her. You just... I think it's impossible... I think it's impossible not to like her as a person. And as much as everyone always focuses on the way she looks, she's actually this stunning... Stunning talent. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, um, when she was cast in Modern Family, everyone's like, oh, okay. (laughs) Tits, you know? But then she's actually a great comedic talent. Yeah, like, so I think she's she's the Marilyn Monroe of like our generation, except she seems to actually be quite normal in normal. Yeah, life. she's not sleeping with Donald Trump. 
Um, well, that we know of. We Wouldn't know. that be a good... Anyway, uh, let's um, not talk about Trump or Sofia Vergara. Let's what? talk about the opposite of those two things. Yeah. Uh, the Return of the Jedi of the Cars franchise. <laughs> Cars 3. <laughs> oh I mean, I'm excited because I'm a loyal Pixar bitch. But, yeah, like, same. I'm not... I and d- I didn't hate Cars 2. Neither... But, and the trailer intrigues me enough to want to see oh, Why are they making cars? I'm a conscientious objector to everything about cars. Yeah. I just, I, I watched, I think, uh, yeah, I watched the whole of the first movie. And I was just like, I hate everything about this. Cars is the middle tooth on the otherwise beautiful face of Pixar. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, like, and you, the, thing, the problem is, it's the one time with Pixar that... I, they're doing something that is very Disney, which is making a movie that is all about the merchandising. Yeah. Like, Cars stuff, like, every small child, like, I have a nephew, every small child, every one of his friends has Cars stuff all through their room. They uh, I bought Cars stuff for my nephew. He loves it. Yeah. yeah. Unlike any of their other movies, it's like their one sort of chink in their kind of, you know, do good. Say armor! Say armor! Quickly! <laughs> Otherwise, it's racist. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it is the one chink in the otherwise okay. do good armor. Okay. In the otherwise do good company. Yeah. <laughs> um, same day, uh, Transformers 5, the last night. Which will you guys be seeing? Neither. <laughs> you have to buy a ticket? Okay, uh, Cast 3. You have to buy a ticket? I would, I would go to Cast 3. Yeah, I'd go to Cast 3. Even though I haven't seen Cast 2. But then part of me wants to see the, like, Transformers versus Nazis. What? Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm changing my vote. <laughs> <laughs> I think. The, the, no, I don't think I'm it is. The trailer opens with, with like uh, medieval times and everyone was like, is this going to be a medieval Transformers movie? Because that's a great idea. And then it goes, but 2,000 years later. <laughs> it's like, no, do a medieval. I would love to see Kingdom of Heaven, but yeah, then Transformers turn these are, these are When you reach Transformers 5, it's time to start playing with the formula. It's like, I mean, the Ninja Turtles like after three. Planet of the Apes crossover to Transformers. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. Something like that. Exactly. Well, I, speaking of Planet of the Apes... Oh, segue! If we blitz through, if we skip two... Oh. <laughs> what, what are in the way? We oh, yeah, Despicable Me 3. No, uh, no. Trey Parker's playing yeah, the Trey Parker, which is interesting. Really interesting. Uh, and also Spider-Man Homecoming, don't interrupt <laughs> Who's going to see that? <laughs> okay, Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, what do you reckon? All gross. I rebel, you know, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know movie It's real hard. Like, it's, well. I, you can never underestimate Spider-Man, though. Yeah. But then, at the same time, you, we can't necessarily estimate the, the general public's fatigue of Spider-Man. Mm. I was just about to say, I think there's too much Spider-Man fatigue. But, I mean, yeah. people will go see it because people are, like, mindless apes, you know? Yeah. Speaking. But, then, at the same time... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, you were ambivalent on Spider-Man Homecoming, or more or less, until you saw the trailer. I was hot until now, I saw the trailer, and now I'm ambivalent. The trailer, <laughs> even though, like, because to you, you were like, holy shit, this is a coming-of-age movie. I was like, I can't wait for a Spider-Man coming-of-age film. That's I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I guess they did the coming-of-age thing. I don't know, it just didn't have a, as much of a voice as I thought it would. Yeah, I think, I'm, I'm so, like, uh fatigued by by marvel leading men um because the only one i really like is iron man and then outside of that the only other type of character beyond like snarky wise ass is like do-gooder right like Mm. like and so i like the idea of peter parker because it is a different type of male lead to be putting in a yeah peter parker and spider-man are probably my favorite one of my favorite characters in fiction um, I just really wish that this wasn't the third iteration in my adult life. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm only 31. 
I don't feel like there should have already been three <laughs> different actors playing this yeah. across what now five films. Yeah, yeah. six. six this will be the sixth one. Yeah. yeah, just no. It's yeah. And they're also making an animated one, and they're also talking about doing a Miles Morales film, but we don't need to talk about those. Uh, anyway, Mindless Apes. Dunkirk comes out on the 20th of July. <laughs> I bring up Mindless Apes because that's how I see people that enjoyed Interstellar. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Richard. Okay, anyway. Um, uh, no, if you'd asked you're me, being too mean. If you'd asked me three years ago um, what my most anticipated movie of 2017 is and told me that Christopher Nolan was doing a World War II film, I'd be like, that. I don't care what else yeah, is coming yeah. out. You could tell me there's a new Spider-Man and I wouldn't care. <laughs> um, I... I would, I would pick that hands down. Now I'm a little bit apprehensious. Apprehensious. Yeah, just because Interstellar to me was such a steaming pile of shit. Wow. I think I I almost don't believe you think that because I think a similar thing. I think it's not a great movie. I think it's visually very fun and it explored places that I'm happy it did. But I also see it as like profoundly flawed movie mm. yeah um it, to me it's up there with angus thongs and perfect snogging whoa okay whoa. No, 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 i can't say that um okay <laughs> that so is be a disservice so- to angus <laughs> <laughs> no, um, guys, that would be a disservice to perfect snogging right? <laughs> um yeah for interstellar was my most anticipated film of that year um loved christopher nolan as a director would watch anything he did blindly you just had to tell me Christopher Nolan has a new film out I'd be there I, I, let's face it I still would be um, but I can appreciate the ambition of it I just don't think it succeeded here's everything going for Dunkirk Killian Murphy's like looks like he's playing the lead which yeah. is really cool Harry Styles is in it yeah I'm saying that unironically I love the fact that Harry Styles is okay. in it if Christopher Nolan thinks that Harry Styles is the best person to play that role yeah yeah, I want to see what he's got. It's also got Mark Rylance, it's got Kenneth Branagh, it's got yeah. Tom Hardy. Seriously, Mark Rylance, Kenneth Branagh, and Tom Hardy in one movie. Like, don't care that Christopher Nolan is directing it. That is going to be yeah, a yeah. banger of a movie. Um, I also, I like that, like, Nolan is almost his own genre at this point, and to combine that with doing what you would call a war movie, like, I almost don't, I almost don't want to believe it's necessarily a war movie. Like, I want to see a Christopher Nolan war movie. Well, because it's not a war movie. It's an evacuation movie. There you go. And that's the thing it's that... It's based on one event. In yeah, yeah. Movie. I mean, it's based on the evacuation of Dunkirk, which is... It has very different themes to a normal war film. Because a normal war film is about... Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Dunkirk, I think, there's no danger of it for you, Richard, being another Interstellar. Because Interstellar is basically like free form Nolan you know yeah, like he can yeah, he, yeah, like yeah. there's literally no reason to have a story in Interstellar yeah. you just basically need an excuse to get to the visuals mm. yeah. and that's kind of why I loved Interstellar because it was just this pure piece of cinema yeah, yeah. where it was actually all about exploring the outer reaches of what you could actually put on screen yeah. and the theoretical side of it was like just the window dressing to allow you to get to those places mm. and experiencing it as that I loved it and I still love it I mean you know you look at the visuals you see that how the music interplayed them i just can't get over it yeah but dunkirk i don't i don't feel like there's any danger yeah that's the thing of him messing up a story that's actually to do with humans mm. interacting with each other and simple desires like i want to get home it looks yeah. like his most mature film since the dark knight which is a hilarious sentence in and of itself but yeah I, I the, the thing that. about dunkirk is i'm kind of one of the reasons it would probably be my 18 most anticipated film of the year it probably it's probably in my top seven like let's face it i still 
Prestige, Memento, some of my favorite films. But I, I'm really intrigued to see what Nolan does when he can't do his um, third act rug pull mm. and be like, it's actually a sci-fi movie, not a magic movie. Or being like, it's actually a stupid piece of shit, not a fun space movie. You know? <laughs> um, and so like when, when it's, he's sticking to real events, and, but he, he always has these, these huge high concept third acts. How is he gonna? How is he gonna does do he, that? What other movies does he do that in? Like where it shifts tone. I can't think of any others that he's done. Inception was the same all the way through. Yeah, Inception, uh, was the same. Oh, Inception, Inception had a twist, but it was very much in keeping with. Yeah, the yeah. It film. was. It was almost like if we don't go to the other realm, I'm going to be disappointed. That's yeah, it, yeah, but yeah, but at the same time, it was still like. Um, right. And even even the, the 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 are we dreaming right at the end is like you can't do that in Dunkirk. Right. Okay. I, I, I want to see. You can't do a mind trip and Dunkirk. Yeah, which is he's do... known. He's known for his yeah, tricks yeah. and and his twists. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's still Narr- hasn't twists, got. Tricks and twists. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. he hasn't got to Shyamalan level of like they're predictable and yeah, yeah. and oh it's his, it's his crutch, but you know what's going to happen. I just want to see what happens when he is forced to do a movie without Michael Caine. Is Michael Caine in Dunkirk? No. At yeah, all. I was going to say that. Pretty like, sure he's not. That he uh, has to be. I know. It's like, oh. Turns out Chris Nolan wasn't ever directing them. It was just the director's name of Michael Caine. <laughs> yeah, Michael Caine is Christopher Nolan. Um, all right. Michael Caine was one of my, Actually, maybe. Um, includes Harry Styles, but no Michael Caine. <laughs> or that's the natural <laughs> replacement. Yeah, yeah. Totally. If you can't have Michael Caine... Uh, Michael Caine's agent will actually direct you to Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> there's, 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 there's an out of office. For <laughs> inquiries, please, 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 please go to Harry <laughs> My Michael Caine voice is terrible. Harry, Harry Styles. <laughs> um, to be fair, Michael Caine was one of my least favorite parts of Interstellar. It's like, yeah, oh, here's, a, here's an interesting, fun poem that, that sums up the movie. Here it is, 18 more times. <laughs> Here it is, and you can't he, understand what he's here's saying. Here's the big twist of the film. <laughs> Three yeah. scenes later, someone else tells you. And I'm like, okay. What about, here's the big turning point of the character. <laughs> what was that? But... Just he dies and you can't understand the yeah, fucking Yeah, yeah, no, because when he's like, there was no plan B, Master Wayne. Oh, right. Um, and, like, and I'm like, What? And then later on, someone's like, there was no plan B. Michael Caine just told me. And I'm like, is that Wait, what you fucking said? Was your impression of Michael Caine... Because <laughs> that's, no, that was... that's got me and Jeremy beat. <laughs> <laughs> there was more than music over top oh, of it. Okay, okay. Like, this is my impression of Interstellar. We used to wander about our place. <laughs> Why'd you name me after Murphy? <laughs> the corn, it's running out. I I recognize all of this, but do you know that I listen, like at work, I will listen to the Interstellar like soundtrack over and over and over again. You could literally fall on a piano and get a soundtrack. (laughs) Excuse me, excuse me, it's an organ, not a piano. Thank you very much, it's an organ. Alright, what's the next um, one? Cool, so a week earlier than Dunkirk, War for the Planet of the Apes comes out. Remember how I did the help bags? Yeah, Yeah, War for the Planet of the Apes. I think we're probably all excited for it. Yeah. I yeah. haven't seen the first one, but I love the oh, second one. I'm really sad that this one isn't like your dot poda, rock poda, and now it's default poda. <laughs> <laughs> my, my friend um, Adam once pointed out, and I found this hilarious, that this series are the only ones that have a rhythm in the title. Mm. 
the war of Planet of the Apes. Like, it's the only title I can think of that you can actually, you naturally sing it when you deliver the title to someone. Lord of the Rings, <laughs> the Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> I think it's the double of the, in the first two, yeah. that, that threw them off. Dawn, let's face it, Dawn of the Apes and Rise of the Apes would have been better titles. But War they don't have Planet of the Apes in them. War for the Apes. War of the Apes. War against the Apes. <laughs> I imagine they call it that. It's the worst thing ever. War uh, Ape War. <laughs> Ape War 2. <laughs> Ape War 3, because it's the third one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, this one is, I know that there's a, um, a niche that are really, really attracted to this film, but... Um, and I'm I'm intrigued by it, but didn't I we already talk about Fifty Shades Freed? Oh, sorry, did we? Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, the Dark Tower. Um, uh, I have no next to nothing about it. Yeah, do you know anything about? Oh, we already moved on from the Apes. I yeah. thought you were talking about there was a niche <laughs> audience for Planet of the Apes movies, and I was like, yeah, totally. Okay. Planet of the Apes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm an international <laughs> film. <laughs> There's a real niche There's for Simian films. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Dark Tower. Do you know, did you ever read the books? No idea about what Dark Tower is. Yeah, Stephen so, King. Stephen King books. Oh right, no. And so um, wanted to be it, adapted for like decades. Yeah, it's like a TV I was, show. I was raised in a Christian home. We didn't read <laughs> Stephen King novels. Thank you very much. From, from what I understand, this is this is awesome that they're doing this. Yeah. I don't know anything about it, but so um, the Dark Tower is like um, the gunslinger Roland, who's playing who's played by Archie Elba, um, needing to get to the fucking Dark Tower and then there's also like the man in black who's Matthew McConaughey <laughs> something Dark like Tower this <laughs> <laughs> and so um, but then at the end when he finally gets there he gets transported back to the start it's and we always. find out that he's been doing this for years and years and years and then I think oh so it's Westworld spoilers um, <laughs> cheapest and so I like we just went from not having to put a spoiler warning tag at the start of this podcast <laughs> to a massive spoiler warning tag at the start of this podcast um, but yeah so there's like something like or we each each book is like another him getting to it but then in the like the in the last book this is so like just sentence long comments put together. Um, we don't know or not he um, there's like the talk of this like this horn of Elrond or something like that <laughs> something like that I don't know um, the horn of something the MacGuffin it's like um that if he gets this, it'll stop the time loop. And then he finally gets it at the end of the last Dark Tower book. Is it Bruce Willis? And then this movie has him having it. <laughs> so it's like, he, oh, okay. um, this movie is like a sequel to all the books. Mm-hmm. But it's like, because each book is like his journey to the Dark Tower, this one is him going, but you know right. it'll stick. Or something like that. Bruce Willis was the horn the whole time. <laughs> Annabelle 2 anyone care no no is no? that the, the, the doll thing yeah it's a horror movie I don't care yeah cool me neither uh, Baby Driver this made my top 7 what's it even um, about uh, Edgar Wright made it yeah that's true um, yeah, and it's, right, not right, right. it's not a comedy it's not a comedy it's not a comedy ooh no. okay I don't um, know any of the words you're saying Edgar Wright, Edgar Wright. Shaun of the Dead oh yeah, 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 yeah. World's End yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. cool. yeah making a, a new film um, outside of that universe it's like uh Ansel Egort is like a getaway driver um, oh. who is mute or um, and like plays music to drown out all the noises. It's got Jamie Foxx in it, Kevin Spacey is in it, and he apparently narrates the film, which like I only know because I have a friend who works at the studio that's editing the film, and she's like sent me like a ten second snapshot of the film. I'm like, oh my god, I'm, I'm one of only. Yeah, I could actually get in real trouble if anyone hears us that, that matters, but they won't. Um, <laughs> okay, I can cut it if you want. But um, anyway, I'm, <laughs> Let's like, live on the I'm edge. one of like a handful of people in the world that have seen a clip from Baby Driver at this point, and I feel so excited. 
And I watched it twice. I'm Do you sorry. know what my version of that is? What? I've read the True Detective TV series treatment, and not a lot of people can, like, you can't get it on the internet. I was sent it by a producer. Oh, really? That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, I was the only person who was in the toilet when I pooped just before. <laughs> no, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> my gosh, I'm never coming over to your house again. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Baby Driver, I'm excited for it. Eager Wright is what Christopher Nolan used to be to me. Um... It, another Stephen King adaptation, 7th of September. Um, that was going to be good, and then they changed everything that was going to be good about That's it. the clown, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. So okay. it was originally going to have the kid from um, Where the Millers, which, which is, is obviously what you're referring to. Yeah, because... No, it is. That kid looks creepy as hell. I'd yeah, love to see him play a kid. And he was good in The Revenant. Yeah. And also Carrie Fukunaga doing a two-part. Yeah, exactly. Carrie um, Fukunaga, but he's gone as well. Yeah, um, and now it's just Bill Skarsgård, and um, they're probably going to cut the... the, the um, pedophile orgy well it's not it's not pedophile because they're, they're all kids but they'd like and it's not really an orgy that has run a train on this it's kid. a horror movie right yeah, yeah. cool I don't need to worry about it <laughs> um cool this movie I'm gonna defend uh, uh, and you guys might as well but um oh, you're setting us up here emoji movie 21st September oh, I'm has the potential a, to be good I'm such a devil's advocate that I can't I can't consciously sit here and be like no it looks so bad but Jeremy on the other hand I feel like might be able to take I mean this is this is the Angry Birds movie of this year right yeah yeah, yeah. Like, this is the Pixels of this year. No, Pixels was live action. But still, it's taking something <laughs> oh. that should never have been a movie. Or it's the Lego movie of this year. Yeah, or the, the Lego movie uh, is uh, the exception that or proves the, Rick, the rule. Or the Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. Never saw Wreck-It Ralph. It was good. It was good. Sarah Silverman, Rick-It Silverman I, I conscientiously object to her. <laughs> um, but anyway, so it's got TJ Miller voicing the Met emoji who decides he wants to do something with his life. Wait, the in the, but emoji, in the, in yeah. the trailer yeah. he's voiced by Stephen Wright, isn't he? No. That sounds exactly like Stephen Wright. TJ Miller. Because he's playing Mess, so he's obviously been like doing a Stephen Wright version. And also the poop emoji, hilariously, is well-spoken. <laughs> oh my god. Um, anyway. It's and, like a jarhead and, and, where the southern-accented guy was really intelligent. And also the, the trailer was released in vertical format. Yeah. So you could watch on your phone. <laughs> Like we're in, like we're in dark times for animated movies. I just, yeah. I just, uh, I'm sorry. Cars like, three is I'm the gonna Pixar be, movie. I'm going to be what like the everyone else's advocate yeah, yeah, here yeah. and just go. It's going to be terrible. Where are you going? I am your ink-based format for listing things. <laughs> they let you down once again. I'm I'm all for trying new stuff out, and it sucks that the emoji movie is the. The original piece of the cinema. original script. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's an emoji movie in Dunkirk of the two original. Guys, <laughs> it's an original property based on yeah. something that's on your phone yeah. every day. You you have to support it, AJ. Yeah. We're not going to get that nice. Like, honestly, is next yeah. year going to be the GIF movie? Like, oh my god, I would watch that. <laughs> I would so watch the hell out of it. Who would be the main character? Over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Who would be the main it'll, character in the GIF movie? No, nah, it'll be it'll be like eight seconds long maximum. <laughs> the, the main character in the GIF movie would probably be the Star Wars boy. Oh, it'd be Dancing Baby. Uh, no, Dancing Baby would be like the grandfather. Yeah, true. Dat Boy? Oh, when, does... when, when was Dat Boy out? <laughs> Let's not get sidetracked into that. I'm sorry for being um, right, so next film, sensitive topic. Next film is um, Captain Underpants. They're doing a... a, a Wait, is this that movie? kid's book? Yeah, yeah. man. Oh, I've never read that's, it or anything. That's well overdue for a movie adaptation. Right. So, looks cool. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what else? Flatliners, yeah, this was just a one. 
Um, Never heard of it. Yeah. No, do you know the Flatliners? It's like a 1998 movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember seeing that when I was like 12. It's got like Kiefer Sutherland in it. And, yeah. Um, yeah. This is a sequel to it. It was kind of. It it's came got Kiefer Sutherland. Came out at the same time as like Hackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, so it's like people that kill themselves and stop their bodies and they get off on it. Or something. I don't know. Keep Sutherland's in it. Auto-erotic <laughs> asphyxiation. Oh, I have heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure somewhere I have a two-pack DVD of Stand By Me and Flatliners. That is A natural two-pack. That is some serious, like, I universal pictures. They, they, they share a director or, or a star or something. Rob Reiner. Yeah, maybe. They share a profit motive. <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, I just that was that was the only film when I was looking at this list that I learned of its existence. Like, all, right. all these other movies I'd, I'd heard of or knew something about. You're um, so smart. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Um, <laughs> anyway, do I put this on my list? Kingsman 2? Yes, you had on yeah, Yes, uh, I'm really excited for it. I loved the first one. Yeah. Um, Matthew Vaughan I think is great um, I love the idea that they're doing with the second one it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun I still haven't seen the first one the first one's great I and I didn't like it oh AJ it's so controversial I know was it like, just, was it like just because of the ending because the thing the problem is I know like far too much about the Kingsman oh there's, there's, there's a, a grossly distasteful anal sex joke at the end which really I would disagree with you on that like it was a very tasteful anal I sex thought it was joke great. I, it was, I thought it was great. Was Man, really I would, if, if someone said, why don't you like Kingsman, I'd say the anal sex joke. Yeah. But then, so but then you, you understand why it was there, right? Yeah, I do, but like... Because it's the whole we, idea of like... <laughs> like you get it, right? You get the anal yeah, sex yeah, joke. Yeah, <laughs> it's very highbrow <laughs> anal sex to, joke. To defend it, it's, the whole movie is the idea of like, James Bond turned out to 11. Yeah. And James Bond always ends with a sex joke. What's more than that? An anal sex joke. But it's not even really a joke. It's a, like yeah, it, no, it's, but that's the thing. It's like, so neither is James Bond. It's like, yeah. he, he, he just, he, like, but no matter what he's done, he just fucks a girl. And Kingsman, a girl says, if you save the world, you can do me in the butt. So the, mm, that's less about making a good movie and more about, like, making a meta statement. That's, like, the same yeah. as, like, art. Like, when you go into an art gallery, no longer being about whether you can paint well or, like, do yeah, yeah. what your thing is well. It's whether or not you can make an interesting or humorous critique of. Right. Culture, um, which I'm like, okay, cool, but it doesn't make for a good thing. Yeah, it, ma- it went, made it go from a movie I could happily see with my parents to a movie I'd never watch with my parents. But that's not really a rubric I use to determine whether a movie's good or not, because there are a lot of movies I would not. Yeah, watch Yeah, but with my when parents. when one's just like just okay, like, to oh, see I could have watched this at Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn you, Matthew. Vaughan. Well, I won't recommend it to my dad now. Is what I mean. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be like, go see Kingsman. Yeah, it's yeah. Right. I, I would. I see. Yeah, I would. I would happily recommend things to my dad. Just being like, hey, by the way, you should. You would love this movie, except for the thing at the end, which yeah. I do not endorse. <laughs> but you know, see it because you're an adult. Yeah, yeah. there's versions without that. I've, really? You, yeah. If you if you just well, download like it online, movie. if you download it online, yeah, it's oftentimes it'll be that it's cut out of it. It's real weird um, because they like just cut out half of scenes and that's really that's what we're going to say they just cut out half of her statement if you save the world you can do <laughs> um, and I like digitally flip her over at the end um, yeah you see her butt that's see, what yeah, that's what really butthole. killed the joke was like at the last you shot her, of her you see her butthole oh. pretty much <laughs> Oh you, have to, you, have to, you have to enhance it a little bit. <laughs> Not that I've done that, of course. <laughs> That's what I mean. It was one thing to say, you can do me in the butt. It was another thing to actually show her butt. I was like, this isn't a joke. This is just getting a bit too far. 
<laughs> For those of you who can't see us right now, I'll just record. <laughs> Someone in the room just did the emoji. <laughs> the meh emoji. Um, cool, next one is another one that was on my list. Um, Blade Runner 2049. I haven't um, seen Blade Runner. So I don't like... care about Blade Runner at all. However... Who's directing this? Denise Villeneuve. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I just saw Arrival. Him. Oh, so good. Like, I will watch anything that man makes now. Exactly. Um, the, you've got Deacon's shooting it. You've got Harrison Ford reprising a role that he cared about. Um, <laughs> you've got, like, Ryan Gosling, who's done, like, made pretty solid choices lately. He's never... This is his first blockbuster. Um, like, pretty much. And... Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'll just have to hold you there. Lars and the Real Girl was a <laughs> huge populist blockbuster choice that like, I feel like the after credit totally took, took the world by storm. <laughs> the after credit sequence in Lars and the Real Girl where Samuel Jackson turns up and he's like, not to Ryan Gosling, to the Real Girl, and he's like, I'm starting an initiative. <laughs> and that's why we got a sequel to Men. Cinem- like, I feel like I feel like that needs to go in like a two box set DVD with um, Half Nelson. You know, it's like the Ryan Gosling's blockbuster choices. Yeah. <laughs> Blue Valentine. Is it? No. Blue. No, yeah, Blue Valentine is the one he has on. Not Blue is the warmest colour. That was the no. other six movie. <laughs> the AJ with no, the no, you guys are thinking about the Smurfs, the Lost Village. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Blade Runner 2049 also has Jared Lid on it. Which is, and he's a pretty good actor. Yeah, he's a real good actor. Alright, let's move. To the next. Oh, AJ. I just, I'm so disappointed. Why? I wanted like a classic let let it go that happens like every episode of this podcast now but I feel like if you're an avid listener you'll know my opinions oh, thank god there's none of those <laughs> <laughs> uh, next next one this one is still I'm not 100% sure it's happening or like it's got a director it's got a screenwriter apparently it's filming there's no cast announced um, but Friday the 13th comes out October 13th look man I'm all for it as well. And you and me will go see it opening night. Yeah. But we do you know, Jeremy? We, we had to watch it for the podcast. Yeah, you had to watch all the Friday and Friday 30th movies. And, and, and Nightmare and on Elm Street, Street at the same time. Oh, sweet. So, 20 films in 14 days. And, okay, and to be fair, we watched about 14 of those in two days. Because <laughs> we, we just, like, we left it really late. And oh then we just gosh. finished them all in a weekend. It took um, us a week to decide whether or not we were going to do it or not. So. Friday the 13th are fun as hell. Yeah, they are. I would I would rather rewatch Friday the Thirteenth than Nightmare on Elm Street. So I feel like I have way more to say about it now yeah, that I've had time. Friday to the Thirteenth. Which one has the guy with the red and white stripey? That's, that's Nightmare on Elm Street. No, right, right, right. That's yeah. Jason. No, that's, ja- Freddy. that's Freddy Krueger. We're Freddy talking Kruger. about Jason Voorhees as Friday the Thirteenth. Isn't he Halloween as well? That's, that's Michael, Michael Myers. Myers. Oh, cool. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, man. They're all men. You know, <laughs> where are the horror movies with caring female? Well, actually, the first Friday the Thirteenth. It's Pamela Boyce. Yeah, that's true. Oh. Well, isn't that progressive slash regressive? <laughs> yeah, and then and then people didn't, and then she got beheaded, so they they made her son do all the killing. Typical, Classic. typical um, Hollywood. Anyway, uh, the f- 2009 Friday the Thirteenth. I don't actually remember that much of it, but I remember thinking it wasn't too bad. It was better than the Nightmare on Elm Street reboot. Yeah. Um, and I wonder what they're going to do with it because they talked about doing a found footage movie that um, was met with universal distaste. So they. Well, you could have done that two years ago. Found footage movies are on the way out. Now. Yeah, but I'd, Jason wouldn't work for it. Yeah. Um, I th- when you first told me that, I was like, "That's a great idea," but thinking about it more, I'm like, "How would it be that?" What like that? Freddy Krueger becomes like a student filmmaker? No, no, like, like so. So all the all the Hi guys, all the Friday the Thirteenth. Well, not all of them, but most of them are set at like this camp, and it's almost all of them is um, Jason Voorhees 
going around and just killing them off one just by popping one. up killing people yeah. and so and then like people find the bodies and stuff like that but it's like so you've either got jason filming it and then it kind of ruins how he pops up everywhere or you've got the kids filming it and then it's like why would they film all the deaths and yeah. stuff or like that? or you just have like okay if you use this people who listen to this and produce jason Vo- uh, jason Voorhees movies <laughs> i will come after you yeah you do a found footage using like because because this one camp has had so many incidents of Jackson <laughs> yeah. boys killing everyone yeah. they've finally invested in state-of-the-art security cameras yeah. and so you have just security camera footage of Jason Boyd like, and then we get shots of like an um suicide squad where it's like um the satellite um gets shot by the blue sky beam and they're like oh that was our last satellite and it's like now you've only got the one that you used to film that because <laughs> it's like this HD like 4k shot of a satellite yeah. being destroyed it's like who filmed that um jeremy not to not to put down your idea but they kind of already did that and um jason goes to hell there were security cameras in hell and no it starts with jason, jason tells the worst one it starts with jason chasing a chick at camp green lake no camp, that's from holes credit camp crystal lake. <laughs> yeah, <there's> a crossover. <laughs> holy that's shit that's a good idea holes mixed with jason boys oh um, my where was this at 3am when we recorded the podcast holes um, the 13th no okay so jason goes to hell starts with him chasing a, a girl at um camp crystal lake and then it ends up it's all just a big experiment and the, these floodlights turn on and then these guys turn up and blow them to smithereens it was a trap. Yeah. yeah, and then it turns out Jason Voorhees is like an immortal demon that can go from body to body, and it's stupid. And he says his own This is what happens when you make 11 movies in a series. I don't but remember um, how many bom, there were. Bom. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, they're like, well, they're making, yeah. No, actually, 12, because for this new one is the 13th. Compelling yeah, which, is which, which is interesting. Um, the other thing that I, I saw a, um, like, mummy a fan poster, but it was like Jason Voorhees dragging a body through the snow. I was like, that's a cool, like, Easy twist. Yeah, it's yeah. set it at winter and it's a new film. <laughs> it's a Christmas film. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, for the things we've talked about, um, we've already discussed Justice League a little bit. Um, what? Have we? Oh, no, Not really, uh, but you we made, didn't you even really talk about Wonder Woman. We didn't even really talk about Wonder Woman. <laughs> just like, like, um, and I know like, you're probably listening to us thinking that these would be the two we'd talk about, but like, I really have nothing to say about the DC. I have to say, yeah. Are we, are we I, 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 I mean, want we're oversaturated, aren't we? Yeah. Superhero, I mean, it's a redundant thing to say, but we are absolutely yeah. oversaturated with superhero movies. And it's not as redundant of a thing to say as it is to make... Another superhero yeah, movie. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Yeah, yeah totally. Like, I... I I uh, I have to say I do find Henry Cavill as Superman actually I like watching it. Oh, the actors aren't the bad part of the movies. Yeah, Ben Affleck was the best part of Batman vs Superman. Yeah, Jeremy yeah. Irons looked like he had fun. Henry Cavill is would, would be a greatest would be a better Superman than he's allowed to play in the Zack Snyder yeah, films. Yeah. yeah, I mean, is Zack Snyder doing Justice League? Yes. Yeah. Oh Lord. Two-parter. Oh no! Okay, well, not like, anticipating that, but we'll like, go see what, it. Oh yeah, my god! Yeah, so, same, right? Like, <laughs> oh my god! We're, we're at full Stockholm syndrome <laughs> right now. Like, I hate this. Oh, here's twenty dollars. Yeah. Oh, twenty-four because it's in the extreme screen. <laughs> uh, so it's just like uh, next is Coco, um, Pixar's other film, the original film. Wait, is actually, that, is no. that a Pixar film yeah. about Coco Chanel? No, no, it's yes, about- <laughs> and it's, it's about it's about a little Mexican boy. It's set on the day of the day of the dead. Yeah, that's all I know about it. Wait, um, didn't wasn't there just like a big Mexican animated film done a couple of years ago? Yeah, um, what was it called? Uh, day of the Dead. That's it. Yeah, Day Spectre. of the Dead. Spectre. I think I think it was just called Day of the Dead. Yeah, it was called Day of the Dead. Um, yeah. Thor Ragnarok also comes out on third in November. Um, 
I'm excited because of Taika. Same. And everything I've heard about the film up until now has me excited for it. Yeah. yeah. Hunt um, for the Wilder Thor. Yeah, exactly. Like, it seems like it's going to be like that because it's like Thor a bloody co- Doctor Strange is going to be in it. He's confirmed. What we do in... <laughs> Asgard. Asgard. Um, <laughs> what we do with the Loki. And also, um, also in 20 <laughs> what, what we do with the... Oh, crap, what's the name of it? The staff oh, thing. Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Oh, this, um, no. Loki staff. The, the Infinity, Infinity Gems. Infinity stuff. The, what's the name of the We're one? We're just yelling buzzwords. So, soul. <laughs> MacGuffin's uh, at you the now. Soul, the soul stone, doesn't he? No, it's like the... It's the all spark of the Thor movies. The, oh, you mean you know I mean the Tesseract? Do you? Yeah, the Tesseract. Oh, what we do in the Tesseract? One. What we do in the Tesseract? There yeah. you go. Um, Thank you. The, um, <laughs> I hope you all enjoyed that joke at home. <laughs> Wait, but what we do in the Ragnarok would make sense, wouldn't it? Because Ragnarok's a time. Like yeah, Ragnarok's the um, yeah the apocalypse. Um, what we do? In also, the another film that comes out twenty second November that hasn't uh, got much. It was originally David Fincher was attached to, attached to it, but now it's um, Kenneth Branagh. Who's also starring? That is um, a whiplash of a director's <laughs> choice. Can't wait to hear what it is. And uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Oh, um, a remake of it starring Kenneth Branagh. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I learnt the other stuff. Daisy Ridley's going to be in it. Pretty <laughs> sure it has. She's taken her time actor. to do her like sophomore movie. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, because um, I mean, Oscar Isaac was, was already on the rise. He, he did X Men Apocalypse would be his like sophomore movie. Yeah. Um, John Boyega's doing Pacific Rim 2. And he's, yeah. he's taken the longest. Um, yeah, John Boyega's done stuff... Yeah, he has. Before, but like, like I mean, so did Oscar Isaac. like, after he became... After he was in the Star Wars, the next movie he filmed after the Star Wars movie, you mean? Yeah. 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 Like, right. his next kind of tentpole film. Right. Um, and, like, Adam Driver did Silence. And Patterson. I yeah, really... Patterson. I find Adam Driver... Oh, sorry. It's not, nothing to do with Murder on the Orient Express, but I do find Adam Driver just, like... He's one of those actors who's the he's the opposite of George Clooney for me. Where he's like George not, Clooney not every every single movie he's in, I'm just like, huh, that's George Clooney pretending to be someone. And Adam Driver just looks so much like Adam Driver, but for some reason he becomes another person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like whereas George Clooney looks like he could be almost any character mm. but he because of his blandness just remains George Clooney <laughs> like hail Caesar oh my gosh <laughs> so oh Johnny Depp's on murder on the on the Orient well I'm not going to enjoy that movie he's back <laughs> <laughs> I would just love it if Johnny Depp just played the character from that horrible film that I can't remember the Mordecai. name of yeah yeah Mordecai it was just Mordecai on the Order <laughs> Mordecai on the Orient Express he's not against murder um, I presume we're getting another Fantastic Beasts this year no, I don't think. About... I think that it'll be another year. You reckon every two years? Yeah, I reckon two years. But Warner Brothers will want to space them out. Yeah. Um, um, we're on our home stretch, guys. The one thing I will say about Murder on the Orient Express, I am a bit sad that David Fincher didn't get to do that because I think that David Fincher doing like a historical property yeah. would be fascinating. Yeah, David Fincher doing anything is amazing. He he was going to do um, H, uh, a Utopia for HBO. Um, which is a British show, apparently yeah, amazing. Yeah. And they even cancelled the British show, presumably thinking, oh, the, the Americans can finish it. And um, Gillian Flynn was going to write the script for it. But then David Fincher demanded a budget of like 46 million. They said you can have 45 million. And he said no. <laughs> oh my gosh. And the, the show's dead. I'm David but Fincher. Now, okay, David Fincher's next film, quotation marks, um, what, do you is, like David Fincher? is World War Z2. Really? Yeah. Yeah. he's yeah. rumoured to be directing it I do not believe that for a second I, I, until I'm sitting in the movies yeah. and there's and I've watched the film 
and it says directed by David Fincher at the end, I will not believe that it's happened. I won't believe it until I see like the the DVD, the Blu-ray with like unless David I, Fincher's unless I visit the set commentary <laughs> yeah. over it, being like, yes, and this is where I directed this scene. I don't know what David Fincher's nationality is at all, so I'm He's just American. using sort of generic. Oh, this is where I directed this scene. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> thing i've ever said um but yes <laughs> world it. war z2 would that just be world war world war like z and, and a two world war and now i know my abc's <laughs> <laughs> did you make that up yeah that's great man you're all cute man <laughs> good, work. good work uh all right on that on that note uh next one gold particle that was on my list um i'm just, a, I'm just the, intrigued yeah just because the climate field universe is freaking interesting like yeah. i'll see another one i sure. um before I remember, one eighteen oh eight, the the release date for the first Cloverfield is the most anticipated I've probably ever been for a film. Right. Um, because I followed the viral marketing for that so hard, and then I got into it again with Ten Cloverfield Lane, and I enjoyed both of those films. And then I can't wait for for Gold Particle or whatever it ends up being called. Oh my gosh! Listening to you talk, I just I just don't feel like a millennial. Like, right. what you just said was maybe the most millennial thing I've ever heard. And, like, I fit in that generational category. I do not feel like a millennial right now. What do you mean? I was just, I was just, so, I just followed the viral marketing all the way from the beginning. And I was so excited for that. I was, really? Really? Yeah, I'm not. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's, that's the, to be fair, it's like the only movie I've done it with. To be fair, I've never seen 10 Cloverfield Lane, and I know that I need to, because it looks great. really good. Yeah. It's it's probably better than Cloverfield. Yeah, yeah it's I objectively mean, better. Cloverfield yeah. was like, oh, it's cool. The, I mean, the thing that stands out the most for for me is the creature design. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but everything else about it was like, oh, good work, JJ. The Cloverfield, nice. the Cloverfield universe is interesting because there's no, like, direction it's going in. You know what I mean? Well, they've said there is. Oh, well, that's awesome. But, like, with the Marvel movies, it's like... Get us to another Avengers. Let's go. Like, well, is this is this like? I mean, when we're saying the Cloverfield series, is it like the Cornetto trilogy? No, yeah, yeah. no, not in that sense. <laughs> no, no, because the Cornetto trilogy are set in different universes. They're spiritual sequels. Ten Cloverfield Lane is set in the same no, they're not. world they're as Cloverfield. Yes, but it's they're all set in the same like invasion. No, they're not. Okay, I think you guys should work this no, out. No, they're, they're they're all. Podcast. Um, yeah, no, they're not. The the aliens from Ten Cloverfield Lane couldn't meet the monster from Cloverfield. Really? Yeah. They're okay. anthology films. I'm a little bit disappointed there. That's that's the current atmosphere of it. Okay. But um, who knows what's, what's, what JJ <laughs> takes place? Right. The God Particle takes place on a space station. <laughs> so not the CERN like tunnels. No, <laughs> no, no, yeah, I don't think so. Um, all right. Let's just blitz past like a, ten, a Cloverfield like anthology film about finding the Higgs boson. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, next one obviously is Star Wars Eight. I I just don't have anything to say. But that, that hasn't already been well, said. I mean, um, what can you say? Yeah, exactly. Like we, I, I'm I, not excited for an interesting reason. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, well, I'm excited. Like Ryan Johnson, like a new Ryan yeah, Johnson that's film true. Is, is cool. Can you um, remind me of what he's done? Um, Looper. Looper, which you know is, is take it or leave it. Um, he did Ozzy Mandius episode of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. Um, he so did he, really he, good episodes. Yeah. Of and he, he did um, he did an episode of Game of Thrones, right? No, uh, no. So. But he did also did um, Brick, which is like a noir set in a high school. It was really well done. It's really and um, Brothers Bloom, which I haven't seen. Right. Um, but he's. He's out of the three directors, J.J. Abrams, um, Brian Johnson, and Colin Trevorrow. He's the Return of the Jedi of them. No, the, the um, Empire, Empire Strikes Back of them. Yeah, yeah. 
Right. When I mentioned Cars 3 earlier, did I call it the Return of the Jedi? Yeah, yes, you did. I meant to say Empire Strikes Back. What? Why? Because it's the dark one. But it's also the third one. But it's one, also the third so one. So anyway. you just you're really it. messing yeah, around here. I mean, the thing I'll say about the next Star Wars film is that it, it actually takes a bit of effort to get excited. Like, it takes energy to yeah, get yeah. excited for a Star Wars movie. Cause, and I feel like I've, you know, I've wound up that particular klaxon already too recently for Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm just going to chill out for a while. Haven't even seen when the it, first trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, when it gets its title, I'll be excited. Yeah, I yeah. know it's going to be good. I know they're not going to mess it up entirely. I'm interested in that, you know, like there were enough breadcrumbs left from the last yeah. film that I'm yeah. really interested in what happens next. Yeah, so that was the same for me. It was like, regardless of how I felt about The Force Awakens, as soon as the credits started rolling, I said, fuck, I can't wait for episode that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, same, yeah. I, I hope you weren't around any children in the screen. <laughs> that's I, I, a swear. It was in Thailand, so they wouldn't have understood me. <laughs> um, and Jeremy's from Thailand. <laughs> He's Taiwanese. That's Thai. That's not Taiwanese. Wait, oh, no, I, can't, I knew that. I just oh, wasn't wow, you're really not coming across oh, well. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Um, wow. 20, uh, 26th of December, Boxing Day brings us Paddington 2. What? No. Oh, Apparently the on. first one's pretty charming. It actually is. I yeah. loved the first it one. It struggles between being like an homage to Paddington and being like a millennial kids movie. Right. Millennial I, kids? I actually thought it was really good. I liked it a lot. I yeah, think. but there's a scene where he like skateboards with a, car, with a kite in the air. You know what? You're like, not a child. You can't yeah, exactly. know that delight. I am. And I loved <laughs> it. No, but I think like Ben Wishaw... Yeah. really makes that like mm-hmm. his voice for Paddington and so you know the, the behind the scenes of that uh, no that um, oh, Col- Col- be... yeah, Colin Firth um, yes. was up until two months before it was released yes. and then and then everyone was just like he's like I'm not right for the role and they're like yeah you're not and mm. then they replaced it yeah yeah that was really cute and also um, Hugh what's his face from Downton Abbey was great as the dad mm. uh, so Paddington 2 excited um <laughs> 22nd, to jump back a little bit, 22nd of December brings us Pitch Perfect 3. Don't care. Uh, I just don't even want to acknowledge it. I just love my history with AJ on the on the Pitch Perfect movies. Like, how much of a complete, like, hater he was of the first one. We went, we went with a big group in Christchurch to the mm-hmm. first one, and, like, everyone loved it except for AJ and one other person in the, the screen. I hated it too. And, right. he was, and he was just like, I just, it was just awful. It was just... Yeah. It was, and I was just like, it was like someone who, he was like the sober person and like a yeah. really great party of drunk people. Yeah, yes, that's and a like, great way to put it. Like, like, like I wanted to love, I wanted to enjoy. Everyone was just so on a buzz about yeah. how much they loved that movie. They were all quoting lines, yeah. and like AJ was like, yeah, I just really hated it. I wrote, but, I wrote a review on it, and it just basically ended with me saying, um, I didn't like it, but I'm a, I'm a shell of a human being. <laughs> like. So, like, I lose. Uh, the yeah. things I didn't like about Pitch Perfect. One, Fat Amy. They just keep on... Like, she's the funny one. I yeah. laugh at any of her jokes. Two, the Asian chick didn't find her funny that she just talked quietly. Three, and this one was what bugged me the most. The the slutty one never has sex in the movie. She's the only one who doesn't have sex. That's funny, though. Like, like she's like, oh, my God, yeah, sorry, I couldn't... Uh, like, I've been having so much sex. Do you want me to have sex with people? Because I can, I can totally sex them. But she's never late for rehearsal because she's having sex. Just chuck one in. Where everyone else gets laid. That's objectively the joke, though. No, it's not. Like because they they, they shove it in your face that she has sex all the time. But then it's like, but didn't everyone else have sex? That's a joke. No, but it's, they don't they don't draw attention to it. I feel like the most in depth discussions we've had on this podcast about movies in 2017 have been about Pitch Perfect, Interstellar, and Sofia Vergara. 
There's got to be a theme here. Okay. Um, no, but the thing is that Pitch Perfect 1 was great. I loved it. Pitch Perfect 2 was objectively awful, and I could not stand <laughs> almost anything about it except for the fact that um, one of the lead um, characters, the villain S, the villain S was from Borgen, which is one of my favorite TV shows of all time. She's a Danish actress from Borgen. Uh, so, um, also, so uh, am I right in that Pitch Perfect 2, um, the Danish people give a really good performance, and then the Bellas win anyway? Yes. It's, uh, like nothing about Pitch Perfect Two is in any way watchable, decent, right. or like oh, just it's so bad. Yeah, that's well, what get ready for get... Pitch Perfect Three: The Empire Strikes Back of the French. <laughs> <laughs> also starring Ruby Rose. Um, oh, okay, gosh. last film we're here to talk about. Okay. When I said Flatliners was the only movie I'd learnt about, I was agreed. Lied. This one, this is like right at the bottom on Wikipedia's list of 2017 films. It's called Untitled Warner Bros. Comedy. The only thing that's confirmed about it is that it's by Warner Bros. <laughs> Why are you even acknowledging it as a movie then? So, like, there's got to be plenty of this. I love, I was like, oh, I love Warner Brothers comedies. <laughs> they are like, the, the, the product, you know, like, like the Warner studio Brothers of Warner never, Brothers. They've never put out a bad comedy. So oh, I'm, I'm just my so ticket. good. Like, I just, it's, it's the one thing you want to know about a movie, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, which studio is putting money towards it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, 22nd of December, definitely um, keep, keep that in your calendar, guys. Keep your, Can pe- we, like, keep your peepers open for that. Let's guess what it is. I reckon it's going to be a Cloverfield movie. <laughs> the Cloverfield no, no, comedy. I think it's going to be... Um, Who's going to star in it? Sofia Vergara. Okay. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be her big like movie breakout. Yeah. Um, and she's going to be opposite Ansel Egort. Okay. Um, she is going to be playing his piano teacher. Yeah. Um, who, it turns out, I've got nothing. No, it turns out the piano teacher doesn't know how to play piano. <laughs> no, she has to get a breast reduction. Because oh, yeah. when she Jesus. sits at the piano. Because oh. she's, she's got breast cancer. Boom! <laughs> she's got breast cancer. <laughs> 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 no. What? Okay, now what's a... It's not a Warner Brothers comedy. What's a, what's a, what's a breast cancer slash piano pun we can make for the title? You, I didn't think it could get worse, but you just... No, it. it's gonna... It's gonna what's... what's uh, oh, man, I really... There is one. There's gotta be one. Keys, black, white, um, nipple, uh, areola. Oh, is there oh, a symphony? Stop. Just Symph- stop. Symphonyreola. All right. I'm done. I'm done. I'm this working. Is... I'm working with memory, and I've got nothing. <laughs> the memories of a geisha. No, what am I talking oh about? My God. Organs. Organs. Organ. No. No. Organ? no stop. Please. Chopsticks. Chop dick. Chop tits. Chop Please, if anyone could see my face right now, you would know how uncomfortable I am. Right. That's um, it. So, what do you reckon is going to be the highest grossing film of 2017? Star Wars Eight. But I'm cheating because it's Star Wars. Yeah. Next one down. Which one will be higher grossing between Thor and Guardians of the Galaxy? Spider-Man. Oh, man. Marvel is really yeah. picking out. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing what? Um, Dream Transformers is going to cross a billion? No, I don't think it, I don't think it will. Three, in China three, it will. Three and four did. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, what, are you, what are you guys excited for in 2018? <laughs> uh, Jumanji. Yeah, Jumanji. Fourth of Jan. Um... 
The Predator comes out 8th of Feb, my birthday. Ooh. So I, 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 it's my mission to get into Predator so that it's a birthday present. Nice. Um, How do you guys know? He knows. I don't know. Oh, um, man. Also, Paul Thomas Anderson has a new film coming out in the next year or so. Okay. Um, What's Wes Anderson doing these days? Uh, he's working on uh, Isle of Dogs, which is a stop motion film. Comes out 20... I believe it actually comes out 2019. <laughs> stop motions that'll come out in 2030. Yeah. I actually <laughs> think it's 2019, maybe. Even. Wow. Shivers. Um, so it's got... Um, he released a video... Um, to do with it recently oh, he's looking for funding or something it's about the life of Bill Murray <laughs> um, what else um, Ready Player One I'm really excited for yeah because um, I've read the book and love it Flying Solo a Star Wars story oh yeah true yeah 2018 it's not called Flying Solo is it <laughs> no but if it's if it's not AJ's deleting the Carl Popsha page oh that's right I saw that yeah but he also like, said if Jared and the Joker he'd never watch any films ever again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we all know that he's have. full of shit. I'm not full of shit. I'm hyperbolic. Hyperbolic. Yeah. Ambivalous. In <laughs> apprehensious. <laughs> Taiwan. Um, okay. Cool. So, um, what was your most anticipated film of 2016? Before. Suicide Squad? <laughs> yeah, I actually probably almost said... Uh, probably Civil War for me because I'm such a Marvel shield, but... Um, yeah, Suicide Squad I was really looking forward to. I remember waking up one morning and being like, oh my god, Suicide Squad's bad. Because all the reviews got released for it overnight. And then I was like, what? How did this happen? I, I what actually, is I'm, my life? I'm pretty sure I remember saying there's no way Suicide Squad can be bad. Even if it's just the trailers, it'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> but little did I know. And that's the same mm, thing. Rogue Logan. Logan. You said that about Logan. It will let you okay. down, dude. Okay. It will Damn make it. you hurt. Oh, I could, okay, if I went back now and watched the trailer for Suicide Squad, and started again, I could probably still watch it. You could find a way. What if Logan's bad, guys? All right, guys, about... guys, guys. Tinkling the memories. Tink. What's that? Thanks, mean? thanks for the memories. No, no, no tinkling <laughs> the memories. Tinkling the ivories. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, uh, piano teacher, mm. boob job story. Yeah, let's make it a boo job instead cool. of a rest Let's leave on that um, on that dumb joke and make have any existential <laughs> crisis about the fact that Logan might be bad. AJ, where are you at? Um, I one thing you can't experience listening to this podcast is how freaking hot and sweaty it's gotten. Oh my this, god, my butt is so sweaty. Yeah, I feel like a freaking one of those. Oh no, that's a stupid metaphor. Never mind. All right, thank you for listening. For um, one of those real sweaty guys. Please like and uh, review us on iTunes um, and. Subscribe to the YouTube and like the Facebook page. Those are the big ones. We're on every other social media, but no one else pays attention to them. So are we on Instagram? No, we're not. But I want to do it. But I'm just not good at Instagram. Can so. we? Could we have done this as a snap story? Just like one of us <laughs> studiously, like yeah, every ten, kind of, like, every yeah, ten yeah. seconds, like no, stop! I've got to upload this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, next. Each film only gets ten seconds. <laughs> mm. That would have been. Really That's a good, good idea. Oh, guys, it's so current be so current so we'll replace Vine do a snap cast alright thank you very much for listening Richard did you want to sign off with anything as Uh, the captain of this episode please don't let Logan be bad you heard it you heard it first I don't want Logan to be bad because I really like the trailer by the time this is released there might be a new trailer because it's it's due any day yeah but it's not going to be as good is it yeah but what if it's better what what song are they going to use this I don't know better than Hurt Blamed on the boogie. <laughs> Batman Rising. <laughs> like, well, uh, fortunate son. All star. Alright. I've sunk to support you. Thank you very much for listening. <coughs>
Um, tune in next time for another episode of Film Franchise Fortnite. Coming at you next week. Ultimate Meme Yeah, Ultimate Meme All right. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye.